Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me pray here in the mighty name of Jesus. Hebu niombe hapa katika jina kuu la Yesu. Father in the most glorious name of Jesus. Baba katika jina la utukufu sana la Yesu. The name above all names. Jina lilopo juu ya majina yote. The name that you've set before the nations. Jina ambalo umeliweka mbele ya mataifa. We come before you in the mighty name of Jesus. Twaja mbele zako katika jina kuu la Yesu. To appreciate you. Kukushukuru wewe. And to thank you our Father. Na kukushukuru Baba wetu that you have chosen this hour. Kwamba umechagua saa hili for visiting the church. Kwa kulitembelea kanisa. You, you, you have seen it right umeona kuwa inafaa but at this moment this hour kwamba katika wakati huu katika saa hili you should visit the house ukaitembelee nyumba visit your people ukawatembelee watu wako and to allow them jehovah na kuwaruhusu jehovah to get to see your glory wapate kuona utukufu wako for that we say thank you Lord. thank you kwa hiyo tunasema asante bwana asante thank you master asante bwana thank you mzee asante mzee that at this hour kwamba katika saa hili the flesh is seeing your glory mwili unaona utukufu wako and lord that there is a purpose na kwamba bwana kuna lokusudi there is a purpose as to why you've allowed this generation unayo kusudi ni kwa nini umeruhusu kizazi hiki to see your glory kuona utukufu wako creation umbaji the planet sayari they obey your glory Vinaki utukufu wako What a tremendous God you are Wewe ni Mungu wa ajabu kiasi gani I ask you my father Ninakuuliza baba yangu and my friend na rafiki wangu But now you may touch the hearts of these people Kwamba sasa ukaiguze mioyo ya watu hawa and arrest their hearts Na ukatekenyara mioyo zao and cause these people na ukawasababishe watu hawam to get to hear and see this wapate kusikia na kuona haya and prepare na kuandaa the glorious anointed way njia ya utukufu iliyopakwa mafuta for the glorious coming of the messiah kwa ajili ya kukuja kwa utukufu kwa mesia i bless you all ninawabariki nyote in the mighty name of jesus katika jina kuu la yesu amen amina now you can be seated in the mighty presence of the lord sasa mweza kuketi katika uwepo mkubwa zaidi wake bwana and as you can see it has started power packed program packed action packed na kama vile mnavyoweza kuona kwamba imeanza ikiwa imejaa moto haleluya haleluya and i know there are people in the overflow na najua kuna watu kwenye ufuriko 
Okay, somebody Michael just work on the system so we don't get those feedbacks and noise and everything. It's, it's been almost 24 hours since yesterday, right? Um, the people in the overflow. Kuna watu wako kwenye ufuriko. I bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. Ninawabariki katika jina kula Yesu. Those of you in the overflow. Wale wenu ambao mko kwenye ufuriko. And those who are here. Na wale ambao mko hapa. Now. Sasa. Yesterday. Jana. There was a conversation here. Kulikuwa na mazungumzo hapa. And the Lord is talking to the church. Na ye bana anazungumza na kanisa. In a very mighty way. Katika njia iliyo ya ukusana. About appearing. Kuhusu kujiwasilisha. Before the throne of heaven. Mbele ya enzi ya mbinguni. And in that conversation on appearing. Na katika mazungumzo hayo ya kujiwasilisha. You see very clearly. Unaona wazi wazi kabisa that there is an instruction for you for the church kwamba kunayo maagizo kwa ajili yenu kwa ajili ya kanisa and that instruction is righteousness na hayo maagizo ni uhaki it is holiness ni utakatifu and yesterday when we started na hiyo jana tulipoanza the lord was asking some substantive questions to the church bana alikuwa akiauliza maswali yenye kumaanisha sana kwa kanisa The Lord was asking. Bana alikuwa akiuliza, but in all your wisdom and technology and advancement. Kwamba katika hekima yenu na teknolojia na kuendelea. The most advanced generation. Kizazi ambacho kimeendelea zaidi that has ever lived here. Ambacho kimewahi kuishi katika dunia. And he's saying in all that sophistication. Naye anasema katika huko kuendelea sana of this electronic generation. Ya kizazi hiki cha kielektroniki. He was asking. Alikuwa akiuliza. Is there no balm? Je, hamna zeri? in Gilead. Katika Gilead. And we saw that the Lord is totally justified to ask you that question. Na tukaona kwamba Bwana ame ana haki kabisa kuwauliza swali hilo. Especially when he looks at your afflictions, the things that have afflicted the generation. Haswa sana anapoangalia mateso yenu mama ambayo yameyatesa kizazi zaidi ya kiroho because of the external assaults what is your environment where you are operating kwa sababu ya mashambulizi ya kutoka nje mahali ambapo unafanyia kazi and so in that conversation yesterday na hivyo basi katika mazungumzo hayo ya jana the lord was puzzled he was puzzled bana alishangazwa he was disturbed alisumbuka that in all that wisdom and sophistication kwamba katika hekima hiyo na kuendelea How come only a small thing has failed you? Yawezekanaje tu kitu kidogo kimekushinda? Kwa sababu alisema you should have by now known. Kwa sasa unapaswa kuwa umejua where to go find help. Ni wapi pa kwenda kupata msaada? Where to go find help. Ni wapi pa kwenda kupata msaada? And he said. Naye akasema he came. Alikuja only to the sick kwa walio tu wagonjwa in other words kwa maneno mengine matayo 9:12 that only those that are afflicted sick a kwa, doctor kwamba ni wale tu walio na mateso walio wagonjwa ndio wanaomtafuta daktari 
Matthew 9 Before we begin today What you were saying yesterday kile ambacho tulikuwa tunasema hiyo jana bwana alikuwa anasema jana kile ambacho bwana alikuwa anasema jana Matthew 9:12 on hearing this jesus said lakini yesu aliposikia hayo akamwambia it is not the healthy who need a doctor watu wenye afya hawahitaji tabibu but the sick lakini wale walio wagonjwa so he was saying that already at the Calvary cross he laid out the solution for the generation. Nipo basi alikuwa anasema kwamba katika msalaba wa Kalbari alitoa jibu kwa ajili ya kizazi. Then yesterday. Na basi hiyo jana I also spoke to you about the visions that speak urgency to the coming of the Messiah. Pia nikawazungumzia kuhusu maono yanayozungumzia udharura kuhusu kukuja kwa Mesia the glorious stars in the sky ngazi za utukufu katika anga the golden glorious wedding rings also lowered in the sky but at the entrance pete mbili za harusi za utukufu ambazo zilishushwa katika kiingilio katika anga the visitation of god the holy spirit is getting better if if you are able to walk with me i think it's better it's, it looks like better now can we stay there for a moment Thank you so much I appreciate your effort but keep it there for a moment. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's saying anasema that on January 1 the year 2009 at Buhungu Stadium in Kakamega. January mosi mwaka wa 2009 katika uwanja wa Buhungu Kakamega when God the Holy Spirit came all the way you have it on the screen right there uko nayo tayari kwenye runinga wakati ambapo roho mtakatifu mwenyewe alishuka kutoka mbinguni god the holy spirit mungu roho mtakatifu himself in bodily form mwenyewe katika umbo la mwili did this alifanya hivyo an act only did to the messiah tendo ambalo alilifanya tu kwa mesia So this generation has been spoken to kwa hivyo kizazi hiki kimenenewa more than any other generation zaidi ya kizazi kingine kile and you can see that the lord has not held back anything in communicating to your heart na unaweza kuona kwamba bwana hajazuilia chochote katika kuzungumza na mioyo yenu can you put kakamega again one second just for one more second tafadhali weka kakamega kwa sekunde now you see sasa unaona this generation hiki kizazi is able to see god with their eyes kinaweza kumuona mungu na macho yao so it's amazing the responsibility that comes with this kwa hivyo inashangaza yale kuwajibika ambako kunahitajika katika hii and the lord has many times even shown me now the city of jerusalem the new jerusalem na bana mara nyingi hata amenionyesha ule muji wa yerusalemu mpya all these are meant to spur up to start up agency in your soul hiyo te inapaswa kuchochea udharula katika nafsi zenu and then yesterday na basi hiyo jana the lord asked a question bana akauliza swali he asked akauliza are you aware je mnajua that the god you worship kwamba mungu mnayemwabudu the lord that you worship bana ambaye mnamwabudu he judges sin ana hukumu dhambi are you aware je mnajua 
In other words, are you aware that the Lord he is holy? And it was within that context that the Lord spoke to you about one example wakati ambapo bana aliwazungumzia kuhusu mfano mmoja of Sodom and Gomorrah wa Sodoma na Gomorrah and you saw don't worry don't have to show it now and you saw from Sodom and Gomorrah na mkaona kutoka kwa Sodoma na Gomorrah that God is very serious kwamba Mungu amemaanisha mno if he says ikiwa anasema that he is holy kwamba yeye ni mtakatifu then you too basi nyinyi pia should be holy munapaswa kuwa watakatifu then he said kisha akasema that, that will stand on that day kwamba hiyo itasimama katika siku ile if he says ikiwa anasema for without holiness kwa maana pasipo na utakatifu nobody Hakuna mtu yeyote atakayemuona Bwana. Then that will stand on Bas, that day. Basi hiyo itasimama katika siku hiyo. If he says, ikiwa anasema that righteousness is the garment. Kwamba uhaki ni vazi. But the church needs to enter the glorious eternal kingdom of God. Kwamba kanisa linataka kuingia katika ufalme wa milele wa Mungu that will stand hiyo itasimama ya kwamba kama ni utakatifu ambaye itakuwa ni itaji la kuingia binguni amesema kwenye siku hilo litasimama it will stand itasimama righteousness will stand uhaki utasimama and so na hivyo basi We saw the example of Sodom and Gomorrah. Tuliona mfano wa Sodoma na Gomorrah to affirm to you. that God kwamba Mungu he judges sin. Ana hukumu dhambi. And I said, nami nikasema, are you aware? Je, mnajua that he is coming back kwamba anarudi to judge sin kuhukumu dhambi and then alafu i said in sodom and gomora nikasema katika sodoma na gomora they tried to blackmail the lord walijaribu kumpaka tope bwana the angels of the lord malaika wa bwana kwa dhihaki they tried to blackmail them walijaribu kuwa dhihaki they wanted to rape them walitaka kuwa najisi kuwabaka that is like trying to humiliate the lord hiyo ni kama kujaribu kumwaibisha bwana and we saw the outcome na tukaona matokeo it was bad ilikuwa mbaya and very bad indeed na mbaya kweli kweli and then alafu in all that conversation and examples that i gave on the judgment of god katika mazungumzo hayo yote na hukumu ambazo katika hayo mazungumzo yote niliyopeana na hukumu za Mungu in all that conversation that i gave yesterday that god will judge sin katika mazungumzo hayo yote ambayo nilipeana jana kwamba Mungu atahukumu dhambi 
There is one very important message I transmitted yesterday. Kuna ujumbe mmoja wa muhimu ambao niliwasilisha jana. The Lord was essentially saying, Bana kimsingi alikuwa akisema, that this current conflict you see on the earth, kwamba mgogoro huu ambao mnauona sasa hivi katika dunia, a contestation, ukubishana that you see ongoing on the earth today ambako unaona kuna endelea duniani sasa hivi and they are contesting one another there is a very bitter fight a bitter contestation na wanabishana na kupigana moja na mwingine ya uchungu kuna vita kali sana can you prepare yourself for take off yes so it is a very bitter fight ni kuna vita kali sana between good and evil kati ya mema na mabaya between righteousness and wickedness kati ya uhaki na udhalimu and he say in that conversation we had yesterday katika mazungumzo hayo tuliyokuwa nayo jana he was essentially saying kimsingi alikuwa akisema that the moment is going to come kwamba wakati unaenda kuja Omwenga don't sleep I, I don't have time to my son Omwenga to talk to you please allow me preach don't sleep yes so listen to this now Sikiliza haya sasa He was saying alikuwa akisema that within this heated conflict and con- contestation kwamba katika hivi vita vikali zaidi na mabishano between good and evil kati ya mema na maovu between righteousness and wickedness kati ya uhaki na udhalimu alikuwa akisema essentially kimsingi that god is soon about to intervene to interact kwamba mungu hivi karibuni yuko karibu kuingilia kati He is soon about to interrupt. Hivi karibuni yuko karibu kukatisha na kuingilia kati. intervene and interrupt kukatisha na kuingilia kati this contestation haya mabishano and you're saying that when he doesn't intervene na anasema wakati anapofanya hivyo na kuingilia kati this is what will happen hiki ndicho kitakachotendeka when he does come intervene anapokuja kuingilia kati he will ensure atahakikisha that he takes the victory kwamba atachukua ushindi he will ensure that atahakikisha hiyo Like we saw in Sodom and Gomorrah. Kama vile tulivyoona Sodoma na Gomorrah. Like we saw in the rich man and Lazarus. Kama vile tulivyoona katika yule mtutajiri na Lazarus. Like we saw during the days of Noah. Kama vile tulivyoona katika siku za Noah. That wickedness has never won. Kwamba uovu haujawahi kushinda. That is what essentially he was saying. Hicho ndicho kimsingi alikuwa akisema. That he will intervene. Kwamba ataingilia kati. But when he does intervene, ya kwamba atakapoingilia kati, you can be sure about one thing. Unaweza kuwa na uhakika kitu kimoja. That the Lord must take victory. Kwamba Bwana lazima atashinda. He is going to win. Atashinda. And then he said, alafu akasema, that he comes with two things in his hand to ensure that he wins. Anakuja na vitu viwili mikononi mwake kuhakikisha kwamba anashinda. He says anasema he looks at the righteous those that have suffered affliction anawaangalia wenye haki wale ambao wameteseka mateso 
the righteous, the lovers of God that live in the fear of God. Wenye haki wanaompenda Mungu wanaoishi katika kumwogo pa Mungu. And he was saying essentially that he's coming to reward them to bless them. And another group the wicked is coming to them with judgment. So can we read from the book of Romans right away? Chapter 2. That you may understand what the Lord was saying yesterday before we take off for today. The book of Romans chapter 2 from verse 5. He read, I'm reading now. Romans 2 5 only says listen to what he says Romans chapter 2 Warumi mlango wa pili he says but because of your stubbornness and your unrepentant heart you are storing up for yourselves wrath you are storing up wrath against yourself for the day of God's wrath Munajiwekea akiba ya gadabu dhidi yenu wenyewe kwa siku ile ya kwa siku ile ya gadabu ya Mungu. When his righteous judgment will be revealed. Wakati hukumu yake ya haki itakapodhihirishwa. There is a little bit of hissing sound Michael a whistle a little bit. He says that Thank you. He says anasema because of your stubbornness and your unrepentant heart you are storing up against yourself for the day of God's wrath Again, you are storing up wrath against yourself for the day of God's wrath when his righteous judgment will be revealed and he says verse 6 God will give to each person according to what he has done to those who by persistence in doing good seek glory wale ambao kwa kuvumilia katika kutenda mema utafuta utukufu ona heshima and immortality na maisha yasiyoharibika he will give eternal life fungu atawapa uzima wa milele but for those who are self seeking lakini kwa wale watafutao mambo yao wenyewe and who reject the truth na wale wanaokataa kweli and follow evil na kuzifuata njia mbaya there will be wrath and anger there will be trouble and distress for every human being who does evil first for the Jew then for the Gentiles 
but glory honor and peace bali utukufu heshima na amani for everyone who does good kwa ajili ya kila mmoja atendaye mema first for the jew kwa muyahudi kwanza then the gentile kisha kwa mtu mataifa for god does not know and does not show favoritism kwa maana mungu hana upendeleo amazing blessed people yeye shangaza watu wabarikiwa in Amos chapter 5:18 to 20 almost says the same thing because then he focuses on the day of the Lord. Na Amosi 5:18 hadi 19 hadi 20 anasema jambo sawia kama hilo manake analenga siku ya kukuja kwake bwana. So he is saying that a day is coming. Kwa hivyo anasema kwamba siku inakuja when this conflict you see the earth is having now. Wakati ambapo vita hivi ambavyo mnaona dunia iko nayo sasa between right against evil kati ya mema dhidi ya maovu righteousness against wickedness wa uhaki dhidi ya udhalimu anasema very soon god is about to intervene interrupt it hivi karibuni mungu yuko karibu kuingilia kati na kuikatisha and when he does interrupt na atakapoikatisha he will ensure that he rewards those who are righteous atahakikisha kwamba atawadawabia wale ambao ni wenye haki and then he judges those who seek evil who love evil alafu kisha atawahukumu wale wanaotafuta uovu wanaopenda uovu so that is what we were looking at yesterday basi hicho ndicho ambacho tulikuwa tukiangazia hiyo jana and then in the conversation we had yesterday alafu katika mazungumzo tuliyokuwa nayo jana i spoke to you about zechariah the prophecy of zechariah nikawazungumzia kuhusu zechariah unabii wa zechariah and we saw that zechariah sits in a very unique place within the prophetic calendar timeline of god na tukaona kwamba zekaria anaketia katika mahali ambapo ni nyeti zaidi katika ile wakati wa kiunabii in that calendar katika hiyo kalenda you see that zekaria was able to see the then the moment and also see the coming of another priesthood unaona kwamba zekaria aliweza kuona wakati ule na kukuja kwa kuhani mwingine the coming of the messianic priesthood kukuja kwa ukuhani wa kimesaya and that i brought you in the context of preparing the glorious garment of righteousness na hiyo niliwaleta katika muktadha wa kuandaa vazi la utukufu la uhaki i read for you from revelation 19 verse 8 nikawasomea kitabu cha ufunuo 19 mstari wa 8 which spelled out very clearly ambayo iliweka wazi kabisa kabisa but without righteousness ya kwamba bila uhaki nobody will enter heaven hakuna mtu atakaye ingia mbinguni so in that conversation na hivyo basi katika mazungumzo zohayo wanafanya unabii hao manabii wawili kwa wakati mmoja kwa sababu unapoangalia kitabu cha zekaria and the one right before the book of hagai na ile ambayo iko kabla ya kitabu cha Hagai. Zekaria, katika Zekaria, for example Zekaria chapter 1. Kwa mfano Zekaria mlango wake wa kwanza. Mustari wa kwanza. He begins by saying anaanza kwa kusema in the eighth month of the second year of king Darius. Katika mwezi wa 8 wa mwaka wa pili wa utawala wa mfalme Dario. 
The word of the Lord came to the prophet Zechariah, son of Berechiah, son of Edo. Neno Labana Lilimjia Nabi Zechariah, Mana wa Berekia, Mana wa Ido, Kusema. And when you go to the book of Haggai chapter 1, Naukienda katika kitabu cha Haggai, Mlango wake wa kwanza. Verse 1, Mustari wa kwanza. He says, In the second year of King Darius, Nasema katika mwaka wapili wa utawala wa mfalme Darius, On the first day of the sixth month, Katika, katika siku ya kwanza ya mwezi wa sita The word of God came through the prophet Haggai Neno labana lilikuja kupitia kwa nabi Haggai To Zerubbabel son of Shitiel Kwa Zerubbabel mana wa Shiatieli Governor of Judah Mutawala wa Yuda And to Joshua son of Jehozadak Na kwa Yeshua mana wa Jehozadaki So you see the two prophets were addressing the same people Kwa hivyo unaona manabi hawa wawili walikuwa wanawazumia to see Zechariah was addressing the high priest Joshua he was addressing the high priest Joshua and then he was also addressing uh, Zerubbabel who is more of the, the, the political leader or the civil leader and you see the same thing with Haggai and I said that they came to talk to them at a very critical time when they had just returned from 70 years of slavery in Babylon and then we focused on Zechariah chapter 3 I'm just summarizing what we had yesterday before I begin today right and he says when Zechariah now is before the throne of God and he's seeing this prophecy of Joshua appearing before the Christ we saw Zechariah chapter 3 verse 1 but Zechariah was seeing two types of priesthoods the messianic and and after that we saw that the angel of the Lord that he was talking to was Christ pre-incarnate before incarnation in Bethlehem he was appearing severally to those saints in the Old Testament. We also see when he appeared to Abraham. When Abraham was challenged to go and sacrifice Isaac. Wakati ambapo Abrahamu alijaribiwa kwenda kumtoa Isaki kama dhabihu. And then the angel of the Lord spoke from heaven. Alafukisha malaika wabana akane natoka binguni. That is Christ. Huyo ni Kristo. We also saw from Joshua. Pia tuliona kutoka kwa Yoshua. Joshua, you can go to Joshua chapter 5 verses 13, 15. When Joshua meets the angel of the Lord before Jericho comes down. Yoshua mlango watano msari wa kuminatatu hadi kuminatano. Pia Yoshua anakutana na malaika wabana kabla kuenda Jericho. 
that is Christ. Huyo ni Kristo. So that is the way Christ was appearing to these folk, these saints in the Old Testament. Hivyo ndivyo Kristo alivyokuwa akijiwasilisha mbele ya hawa wateule katika agano la kale. And then we saw that Zechariah saw quite a lot of conversation from the Lord in a short time. Alafu tukaona kwamba Zechariah alipata kuongeleshwa kwingi kutoka kwa Bwana kwa muda mfupi talking about the agency of the mission the Lord was having with him. Kuzungumzia kuhusu dharura wa ile huduma ambayo Bwana alikuwa nayo pamoja naye. And so today, naivyo basi leo hii, I want to begin you on a major journey. Nataka niwaanzishe katika safari kuu. Because yesterday, kwa sababu jana, we saw very clearly, tuliona wazi wazi kabisa, but when it's time to appear before the Lord, kwamba wakati unapowadia wa kujiwasilisha mbele zake Bwana, when that time is near, wakati huo unapokaribia, and I think as I talk now I'm looking at somebody that is sitting around that time ninapozungumza na mtazama mtu ambaye ameketia karibu na wakati huo someone who is sitting at a time when very soon that person might appear before the lord mtu ambaye ameketia mahali ambapo hivi karibuni mtu huyo anaweza kujiwasilisha mbele za bwana and that person is you the church that na, time is now and you the church na huyo mtu ni wewe kanisa na wakati ni wako kanisa and so it was very important na hivyo basi ilikuwa muhimu kabisa that the lord underscored very well kwamba bwana aliweza kuileta vyema kabisa that you will need a garment kwamba utahitaji vazi the garment of righteousness vazi la uhaki if you are to appear before the lord ikiwa inabidi ujiwasilishe mbele za bwana and he also made it very clear na pia akaiweka wazi kabisa that righteousness kwamba uhaki cannot be found on this earth hawezi ukapatikana katika dunia hii righteousness uhaki is an important attribute of god himself ni sifa ya muhimu zaidi yake mungu mwenyewe and that's why he had to now send a messenger called christ jesus the messiah na ndio sababu sasa inibidi amtume mjumbe aitwaye kristo yesu mesia endowed with his own righteousness na akiwa amevikwa haki yake mwenyewe then he can be able to give you his righteousness the righteousness of god kisha anaweza kuwapatia haki yake uhaki wa mungu we saw that yesterday tuliona hiyo jana and so today i want to start very slowly but very steadfast lakini leo pia ningependa kuanza pole pole lakini kwa udhabiti i want to look at just a simple concept called blessedness ningependa tu kuangalia kipengee kidogo kitwacho ukubarikiwa in the context of entry into eternity katika muktadha wa kuingia katika And he says here in the book of Revelation chapter 1 verse 3. Na anasema hapa katika kitabu cha ufunuo mlango wa kwanza mstari wa 3. Revelation chapter 1 verse 3. Ufunuo mlango wa kwanza mstari wa 3. He says, Anasema, Are you there blessed people? And with joy I bring you this message. Because I know the Messiah is coming. I have seen the coming of the Messiah. He said, "Blessed is the one who reads the words of this book of prophecy." Anasema amebarikiwa yeye asomaye maneno ya unabii huu. And blessed are those who hear it and take it to heart what is written in it because the time is near 
na pia wamebarikiwa wale wanayoyasikia na kuyatia moyoni yale yaliyoandikwa humo kwa sababu wakati umekaribia Revelation chapter 14 verse 13 Ufunuo 14:13 Anasema yafuatayo I heard a voice from heaven say Kisha nikasikia sauti kutoka mbinguni ikisema Right andika Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on Wamebarikiwa wale wapao katika Bwana tangu sasa Yes says the spirit they will rest from their labor for their deeds will follow them Nam asema roho watapumzika kutoka katika taabu zao kwa kuwa matendo yao yatawafuata Just next to Revelation chapter 16 verse 15 Ufunuo 16:15 says behold i come like a thief anasema tazama naja kama mwivi blessed is he who stays awake amebarikiwa yeye akeshaye and keeps his clothes with himself na, so that he may not go naked and be shamefully exposed na kuziweka tayari nguo zake ili asiende uchi na kuonekana aibu yake so you hear blessed 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 and blessed. Kwa hivyo unasikia kubarikiwa, amebarikiwa, amebarikiwa na kubarikiwa. And he says more here. Na anasema zaidi hapa. From the book of Revelation chapter 20 verse 6. Kutoka kitabu cha Ufunuo 20 mstari wa 6. He says, anasema blessed uh, blessed and holy are those who have part in the first resurrection waliobarikiwa na walio watakatifu ni wale walio na sehemu katika ufufuo wa kwanza the second death has no power over them hao mauti ya pili haina nguvu juu yao but they will be priests of god and of christ and will reign with him for a thousand years bali watakuwa makuhani wa mungu na wa kristo nao watatawala pamoja naye kwa muda wa miaka elfu moja revelation 22 verse 7 amebarikiwa yeye ayashikaye maneno ya unabii wa kitabu hiki ufunuo mlango wa 7 mstari wa 9 after this i looked and there before me was a great multitude akasema baada ya hili nikatazama hapo mbele yangu palikuwa na umati mkubwa wa watu ambao hakuna yote awezaye kuuhesabu kutoka katika kila taifa kila kabila kila jamaa na kila lugha wamesimama mbele ya kile kiti cha enzi na mbele ya mwana kondoo walikuwa wamevaa mavazi meupe in their hands na wakiwa wameshika matawi ya mitende mikononi mwao and on and on na kuendelea na kuendelea blessed 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 and blessed wamebarikiwa na kubarikiwa na kubarikiwa what am i trying to say to you as we begin this expedition together ninajaribu kuambia nini tunapoanza uzinduzi huu pamoja essentially he's saying kimsingi anasema that 
God's definition of blessedness maelezeo ya Mungu yakubarikiwa to be blessed kubarikiwa is when you get to enter heaven ni wakati ambapo unapata kuingia mbinguni saying you may be blessed in whichever ways and forms and what here but if you fail to enter heaven then that is it you were not blessed unaweza kuwa umebarikiwa na kila kitu na kila aina lakini ikiwa utashindwa kuingia mbinguni haukubarikiwa you have to question your blessing itabidi uulize maswali kubarikiwa kwako whether truly it is the blessing from god kama kwa kweli ni baraka kutoka kwa mungu and so these are challenges to this generation now na basi hizo ni changamoto kwa kizazi hiki sasa a generation that loves blessings blessings kizazi kinachopenda kina kubarikiwa baraka kama vizazi vyote hata hivyo but he's saying lakini anasema that God's definition of blessings and blessedness is when you get to enter eternity inside heaven kwamba maelezeo ya Mungu yakubarikiwa ni wakati ambapo unapata kuingia mbinguni umilele then can i just run down another very important thing i want to bring into the mix before i get started na je basi naweza kupitia kwa haraka kile ambacho nataka kupitia kabla ya ujumbe nataka kuleta ndani pia kabla ya ujumbe nataka kuleta ndani pia kabla ya ujumbe the heavenly garment vazi la kibinguni so that we know what our target is again like yesterday ili kwamba tujue lengo letu ni lipi tena kama jana the book of revelation chapter 19 verse 9 kitabu cha ufunuo 19 mstari wa 9 it says the following anasema yafuatayo when the angels say to me ndipo malaika akaniambia right andika blessed are those who are invited into the wedding supper of the lamb wamebarikiwa wale waliowalikwa kwenye karamu ya harusi ya mwanakondo he added that these are the true words of god naye akaongeza kusema haya ndio maneno ya kweli ya mungu mstari wa 8 anasema akapewa kitani safi nyeupe inayongaa ili avae and he says the finest linen stands for the righteous actions acts righteous conduct of god's holy people na anasema hiyo kitani safi inawakilisha matendo ya haki ya watakatifu if you go to the book of revelation uh, the book of uh, matthew 22 ukienda katika kitabu cha mathayo mlango wa 22 you see verse 11 Unaona mstari wa 11 Matthew 22:11 as I introduce you to today's message Mathayo 22:11 napowatangulia katika ujumbe wa leo Matthew 22 Mathayo 22:11 mstari wa 11 Anasema But when the king came to see the guests Lakini mfalme alipoingia ndani ili kuwaona wageni He noticed there a man he noticed a man there who was not wearing wedding clothes akamuona mle mtu mmoja ambaye hakuwa amevaa vazi la harusi friend he asked how did you get in here without wedding clothes falme akamuuliza rafiki uliingiaje huku ndani bila vazi la harusi the man was speechless yule mtu hakuwa na la kusema and the next thing that happens is that he is banished away he is thrown out where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth na kitu kilichofuatia ni kwamba alitupwa nje mahali ambapo kuna kilio na kusaga meno if you go to revelation chapter 3 ukienda kitabu cha ufunuo mlango wa 3 i'm now introducing to you the garment we are going to be talking about and targeting sasa ninatanguliza kuhusiana na vazi ambalo tunaenda kulizungumzia na lengo langu because you see that now this garment becomes so critical towards for your 
entry towards your entry into heaven kwa sababu sasa unaona vazi hili linafanyika muhimu zaidi kuhusiana na kuingia kwenu mbinguni and he say naye anasema that when it comes to entry inside heaven into heaven god's heaven kwamba inapofikia kuingia ndani mwa mbinguni he says anasema at that point of entry katika sehemu hiyo ya kuingia the garment is the most critical standard benchmark yardstick vazi ndilo kiwango cha cha muhimu zaidi na kipimio the garment of righteousness vazi la uhaki revelation chapter 3:18 he says ufunuo 3:18 anasema he says um the 3:18 3:18 I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire. Kwa hiyo ninakushauri ununue kutoka kwangu dhahabu iliyosafishwa kwa moto. So you can become rich. Ili upate kuwa tajiri. And white clothes na mabazi meupe to wear ili uyavae. So you can cover your shamefulness. Upate kuficha aibu ya ya uchi wako. And shameful nakedness. Na aibu ya uchi wako stuff to put on your eyes na mafuta ya kupaka macho yako so you can see ili upate kuona again raising the white garment tena akilinua vazi jeupe and he say na anasema a very important thing there kitu ambacho ni cha muhimu sana pale this garment of righteousness covers your shame kwamba ili vazi la uhaki linafunika aibu yako and also na pia as you are about to see kama vile karibu mnaona mtaona garment we are going to be handling now ili vazi ambalo tutakuwa tunalishughulikia sasa when you wear it the garment of righteousness unapolivalia vazi la uhaki This garment has capacity to hide away remove from God's sight all your apostasies ineptitude iniquity and sin so God does not see that again he only sees righteousness he sees Christ's righteousness Linaweza kuondoa uovu wote udhalimu na makosa ili kwamba Mungu haoni anaona tu uhaki wa Mungu uhaki wa Kristo uhaki wa Kristo And so this is the li- so, so again Revelation chapter 3 verse 4 again Tena ufunuo mlango Revelation, Revelation 3 so says you have a few people in Sardis lakini bado una watu wachache Sardis who have not soiled their clothes ambao hawajachafua mavazi yao meaning the white glorious garment kumaanisha mavazi meupe ya utukufu so they will walk with me dressed in white wao watatembea pamoja nami wakiwa wamevaa mavazi meupe for they are worthy kwa maana wana sahili so again now kwa hivyo tena sasa in our introduction here today katika utangulizi wetu hapa leo hii is now fronting the garment again sasa analileta vazi tena but he says white lakini anasema jeupe so white we know is desirable people would want to wear white kwa hivyo tunajua nyeupe inatamanika watu wangependa kuvaa nyeupe but you can tell for yourself even before we take off lakini unaweza ukajisemea mwenyewe hata kabla tunoe nanga but if you are going to be wearing white garment as the symbol of your salvation kwamba ikiwa unakwenda kuvalia vazi jeupe kama ishara ya wokovu wako then in the physical realm in the physical basi katika nyanja ya kiasilia you know that when you wear a white cloth unajua kwamba unapovalia vazi jeupe you have to take much care lazima uji uchunge sana 
because much so you have to now be more careful hivyo, more, more careful sasa unahitaji kuwa makinifu zaidi zaidi because things like coming dirt like touching on white garments kwa sababu uchafu unapenda kuguza vazi jeupe so you can almost see the instruction is giving from revelation chapter 3 verse 4 that white garments in sardis they were still wearing it meaning then they were having to live a life of care unaweza kuona yale maagizo ambayo anapeana katika ufunuo mlango wa tatu mstari wa nne kwamba kanisa la sardi walikuwa wamevalia mavazi meupe na tujaanza ninaongezea tu vitu tofauti tofauti katika mchanganyo huu kabla tuanze kabla tunaweza anza ninasema tu that if he's already consigning whiteness to the garment you wear as being the standard the mark of your salvation kwamba ikiwa anaongezea weupe kwa lile vazi ambalo unavalia kama kiwango cha wokovu then it goes without saying that as it is when men wear white garments kwamba inaenda kwamba mwanadamu akivalia vazi jeupe katika nyanja ya nje Vile vile the way it is there. Vile vile ilivyo pale. So it is in the spiritual realm. Hivyo ndivyo ilivyo katika nyanje ya kiroho. Many things would want to contaminate your white garment, right? Kwamba vitu vingi vingenda kuchafua vazi lako wokovu wako. So if in the physical realm you have to be careful as you wearing a white cloth. Now even with your salvation I'm saying God is saying in Revelation 3:4 that you have to be more careful how you walk with it so you don't soil it kama vile katika hali ya kiasilia unapaswa kuwa makini ukivalia vazi jeupe hivyo ndivyo wanavyosema katika kitabu cha ufunuo tatu mlango wa nne katika nyanja ya kiroho unahitaji kuwa makinifu zaidi stepwise addition katika ile kuongezewa tunapoendelea na anasema the book of revelation chapter 4 verse 4 kitabu cha ufunuo mlango wa nne mstari wa nne revelation 4 verse 4 ufunuo 4 mstari wa nne anasema yafuatayo he says surrounding the thrones were 24 elders uh, were 24 other thrones sorry anasema pia kukizunguka hicho kiti cha enzi palikuwa na viti 24 and seated on them were 24 elders na juu ya hizo viti walikuwa wameketi wazee 24 and they were dressed in fine linen bright and clean white garments waliovaa majo meupe nyeupe na inayonga mavazi meupe and so they had crowns too na hivyo basi walikuwa na taji pia and every time they worshiped na kila wakati walipowabudu you see he is instructing that they remove their crowns and always they bow they go on their bellies but they remove the crown anaagiza kwamba waondoe taji zao na wanalala chini kabisa chali na unaona kwamba wanatoa taji zao so you can see very clearly that there is a conversation beginning to shape up here kwa hivyo unaweza kuona kwamba kuna mazungumzo that is beginning to shape up to take up ambayo yameanza kujiunda hapa because the lord is simply saying kwa sababu Mungu kimsingi anasema it looks then yaonekana basi that this kingdom that we want to go in kwamba huu ufalme ambao tunataka kwenda ndani yake is actually the kingdom of the white garment the white glorious garment ni ufalme wa mavazi meupe ya utukufu that is what we are trying to see coming through right now hicho ndicho ambacho tunaona kinajitokeza sasa hivi you go here you meet white garment fine linen bright and clean Une... white garment the elders white garment so it looks like this is cutting across unaenda hapa unapata vazi jeupe unaenda hapa wazee 20 na wanaume vama vazi meupe yaona kwamba inapitia ina kwa wote 
from then we are beginning to understand that wow he is raising a flag that the kingdom you are going to is the kingdom of the white garment na hivyo basi tunaanza kuona kwamba anainua bendera kwamba ufalme ambao mnaenda ni ufalme wa mavazi meupe the white garment mavazi meupe and worship him don't worry you will worship the lord except that the program that you packed na kikundi cha kuabudu msijali mtapata muda wa kuabudu ni vile tu ratiba imesongamana because the word they then people have come from all over the world there's a very serious word here that they need to pick an instruction but you, that's why i keep saying begin worshiping early so you can worship on right kuna neno hapa kuna thank you so much and so he says in the book of revelation chapter 19 verse 14 anasema kitabu cha ufunuo 19 mstari wa 14 thank you 1914 he says the following anasema yafuatayo he says the armies of heaven were following him anasema majeshi ya mbinguni walikuwa wakimfuata riding on white horses and dressed in fine linen white and clean wakiwa wamepanda farasi weupe hali wamevaa mavazi ya kitani nzuri nyeupe safi again tena He's saying now anasema sasa that this is the church coming back with the messiah kwamba hili ni kanisa bali narudi na messiah coming now to Jerusalem in other words the raptured church likija sasa Yerusalemu kwa maneno mengine kanisa lilo nyakuliwa but if that be the case lakini kama hiyo ndiyo kesi then that is pretty serious basi hiyo ni nyeti kabisa because he saying kwa sababu anasema that they have already prepared their garments kwamba tayari wameandaa mavazi yao and they have gone to heaven during the rapture no. they are the people i saw climbing stairs and going na walienda mbinguni wakati wa unyakuzi au ndio watu niliowaona wakipanda ngazi za utukufu but then he's saying when the messiah comes for the millennial rule the reign of peace when this prophet finish and leave when the messiah come alafukisha anasema wakati ambapo messiah anakuja kwa ajili ya kule kutawala kwa miaka elfu moja when he's coming with them the rapture church wakati, then, wakati ambapo anarudi pamoja na wao wale ule walionyakuliwa they are now wearing the same finest linen bright and clean he says finest linen white and clean anasema sasa wamevalia mavazi meupe safi na inayongaa that is amazing then hiyo yashangaza basi that means he saying hiyo inamaanisha anasema essentially kimsingi that what we are doing here today kwamba kile ambacho tunafanya hapa leo hii has is no consequence kiko na athari za umilele the effect is eternal athari zake ni za umilele in other words the garment you prepare today the garment of righteousness kwa maneno mengine vazi ambalo mnaliandaa leo hii vazi la uhaki that you prepare today ambalo mnaliandaa leo hii he's saying that garment is the same garment that you come back with Anas- to Jerusalem with the messiah anasema vazi hilo hilo ndilo ambalo unarudi nalo ukiwa na messiah kwenda Yerusalem so that speaks a lot to you that is a conversation to you speaking kwa, a lot kwa hivyo hiyo inawazungumzia kwenye mengi zaidi what does it tell you a lot inakuambia nini mengi it says then you rather take it very serious at An- this moment Anas- on how to prepare anasema basi afadhali ukaichukue kwa unyeti sana katika saa hii jinsi ya kujiandaa because the consequence is eternal kwa sababu athari zake ni za umilele in other words the garment you prepare today lasts into eternity kwa maneno mengine vazi ambalo mnaliandaa leo hii linadumu hadi umilele ai ai then that tells me basi hiyo yaniambia 
that it was worthy for you to come all the way from Philadelphia kwamba ilistahili nyote kuja kote kutoka Philadelphia from Pennsylvania kutoka Pennsylvania to come and sit here and hear how to prepare this garment that has eternal consequence kuja na kuketi hapa na kusikia jinsi ya kuandaa ili vazi ambalo liko na athari za umilele then it's worth it because the effect is going to be the benefit is eternal and then he goes on to say now in the book of Isaiah chapter 61 as I finish this segment Isaiah chapter 61 Isaiah 61 verse 10 mustari wa 10 can you sort out the broadcast somebody the transmission you thank you Isaiah 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 61 Isaiah 61 I'm reading it now naisoma sasa that's where how we are finishing this small segment and then I'll begin to walk you through God's blueprint for the garment hivyo ndivyo unapomalizia sehemu ndogo kisha nitaanza kuwatembeza katika mpango wa Mungu what what has happened oh thank you this screen is bad as a problem so the people of the screen will fix the screen thank you so now kwa hivyo sasa the book of isaiah kitabu ni cha isaya chapter 61 verse 10 he says the following mlango wa 61 mstari wa 10 anasema yafuatayo Now I'm summarizing everything we've said until this moment Sasa naweka kwa mtasari kila kitu ambacho tumesema hadi sasa Are there people who are servicing the screens please can you service this other screen in the name of Jesus Service this screen thank you Thank you He says uh, Isaiah 61 verse 10 Anasema Isaiah 61 mstari wake wa 10 This is what he says I delight greatly in the Lord my soul rejoices in my God so he has clothed me with garments of salvation and arrayed me robed me with robes of righteousness as a bride adorns his head like a priest kama vile bwana harusi apambavyo kichwa chake kama kuhani again as a bridegroom sorry as a bridegroom adorns his head like a priest kama vile bwana harusi apambavyo kichwa chake kama kuhani and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels na kama bibi harusi ajipambavyo kwa vito vyake vya dhamani so he's now completing this segment kwa hivyo sasa anakamilisha kipengee hiki by celebrating something kwa kusherehekea kitu celebrating the garment akisherehekea vazi and he saying the following na anasema yafuatayo celebrating the garment anasherehekea vazi is uh, he saying anasema if you can focus on me then i'll be able to communicate with you mkinilenga basi nitaweza kuzungumza nanyi is essentially saying kimsingi anasema 
that there is a celebration of the garment kwamba kuna kusherekea vazi and in that celebrating of the garment na katika kusherekea huko kwa vazi anasema first of all that the lord has clothed him with the garment of salvation kwanza kabisa kwamba bwana amemvika vazi la wokovu and the robes of righteousness na majoho ya haki so he saying na hivyo basi anasema that god's finest linen kwamba vazi ambalo ni safi na jeupe na mungu vazi la mungu kuna mtu aketi karibu akusaidie tafadhali the way they normally do let them sit the young men sit near you and or the young lady mrs lumala or someone so to, to keep saying words to you so, so I, i want to flow he says anasema that the garment of god kwamba vazi la mungu when you wear that garment unapolivalia hilo vazi that garment does deliver two things to you hilo vazi linaleta vitu viwili kwako First of all, kwanza kabisa salvation. Wokovu. Secondly, ya pili righteousness. Uhaki. If you ask me, ikiwa utaniuliza, those sound like extremely critical. Hiyo yaonekana kama ni nyeti kabisa. And he saying, naye anasema, that the celebration here is the following. Kwamba sherehe hapa ni yafuatayo. Is that when the prophet Isaiah was looking at God's election. Ni kwamba God's elect. Wakati nabii Isaiah alikuwa anaangalia wateule wa Mungu When he was looking at God's elect alipokuwa akiangalia wateule wa Mungu he saw aliona that actually the garment of the Lord kwamba haswa vazi la Bwana was the only identity that defined those who were elected of God ndicho kitambulisho cha pekee kilichowatambua walioteuliwa na Mungu that all God's elect kwamba wateule wa Mungu wote they have one thing one feature in common wako na kipengee ambacho ni sawia kwa wote they have the garment of god wako na vazi la mungu the garment of salvation vazi la wokovu and righteousness na uhaki so he was saying ndivyo basi alikuwa akisema that even god kwamba hata mungu when he is selecting and electing you anapoteua na kuchagua that is the identity hicho ndicho kitambulisho and another thing he was saying na kitu kingine alikuwa akisema the celebration that was going on here kule kusherekea ambako kulikuwa kunaendelea hapa in your militant duty ni kwamba katika kazi yako ya kijeshi your militant duty to the gospel to do battle kazi yako ya kijeshi kwa injili kufanya vita you saying alikuwa akisema that the way the army goes out to fight and do battle kwamba vile ambavyo jeshi wanakwenda nje kupigana na kufanya vita and the only way they know who is on their side they know each other on their side is by their uniform na njia ya pekee ya kujua ni nani ambaye yuko katika upande wao ni sare zao and so he says so it is now with the lord too naibu basi anasema hivyo ndivyo ilivyo naye bwana pia that you too as god's elect kwamba nyinyi pia kama wateule wa Mungu performing the militant duty of the gospel to fight satan and sin mkifanya kazi ya kijeshi ya kiungu kupigana na dhambi he says anasema that in that process of battle kwamba katika mchakato huo wa vita The only way you can recognize one another in know each other na kujuana moja na mwingine is through the garment ni kwa kupitia vazi but when you are fighting la kwamba mnapopigana and fighting na kupigana you are doing it mnaitekeleza and when you look like this na mnapoangalia namna hii you can know who is part of your team 
mnaweza kujua ni nani ambaye yako sehemu ya kikundi chenu And you say Naye anasema that if the garment is the means of you to identify who are your colleagues kwamba ikiwa vazi ndio njia ya kujua ni nani ambao mnafanya kazi nao in the militant duty katika wajibu wa kijeshi I see full army commander sitting here so you really understood what I'm saying thank you so much so so you see that Quite So so he's saying also to know who does not belong to you. Na pia anasema pia kujua ni nani ambaye si wa upande wenu. Because sometimes you know it's good just to know your enemy si- and then just know that this one is enemy at least even if you're not fighting but now you know. Ni vizuri so kujua that does not jump on you without you knowing. Ni nani ambaye ni adui wako hata kama upigani naye kujua tu kwamba huyu ni adui kwamba asije akakurukia bila wewe kujua. It's good to know. Ni vizuri kujua. Who is on your side? Ni nani ambaye yuko upande wako? Thank you so much General Chaka for raising this screen. Can we clap to the Lord for this precious general of the army? Hebu tupige bwana makofi kwa ajili ya ujenerali wa jeshi. What would we have done without you? Tungefanya nini bila wewe? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. So now. Kwa hivyo sasa He's saying that when he looked at God's elect when he looked at God's elect anasema anapoangalia wate ule wa Mungu he could see the joy throbbing in their hearts angeweza kuona furaha inayojibubuchika mioyoni mwao and he was joyful for them na alikuwa anafurahia kwa ajili yao because he could see that God's election was synonymous was defined by the garment of salvation kwa sababu angeweza kuona kwamba lile vazi la Mungu uteuzi wa Mungu unaweza kuonekana katika lile vazi kuteuliwa na Mungu kuliambatana na lile vazi ya kwamba wale ambao walipeuliwa na Mungu ilipatikana ya kwamba wamevaa vazi la uokovu Hallelujah Hallelujah that the gospel may be transmitted properly so he's saying Ana, there was that joy anasema kulikuwa na hiyo furaha but you see now they could identify one another too kwamba sasa unaona wanaweza kutambuana mmoja na mwingine pia who is in the militant duty of the gospel nani aliye katika ile kazi ya kijeshi ya usili and so now i want to begin the journey naivyo basi sasa nataka kuanza safari of god's blueprint his drawing of the garment how did he set it out ya uchoraji wa mungu wa vazi aliichoraje the book of genesis kitabu cha mwanzo chapter 3 verse 7 that's where we beginning from mlango wa 3 mstari wa 7 hapo ndipo tunaanzia genesis 3:7 once you are there amen is mine mwanzo 3:7 so is the lord he says then the Then the eyes of both of them were opened ndipo macho yao wote wawili yakafumbuliwa they realized that they were naked wakajiona kwamba walikuwa uchi so they sewed fig leaves together hivyo wakashona majani ya mtini pamoja and made coverings for themselves wakajifunika in discussing god's glorious garment of righteousness katika kujadili vazi la utukufu la Mungu There is no better place to start. Hakuna mahali bora zaidi pa kuanzia than this place. 
ijapokuwa mahali hapo at which they have just lost it mahali ambapo wameipoteza tu they have just lost the garment wamepoteza tu vazi and they're scampering around to see what to do cover sewing leaves whatever they're trying to address it in some way na wametawanyika hapa na pale wakijaribu kushona matawi ili kujifunika let us see how god set out and i'm going this is an expedition it is a long journey follow me tight hebu tuone jinsi ambavyo bwana alifanya na tafadhali hizi safari munifuate kwa ukaribu genesis 3:15 mwanzo 3:15 when he sets out kisha anaanzisha he says this anasema hivi genesis 3:15 mwanzo 3:15 he says Anasema I will put enmity between you and the woman Nami nitaweka uadui kati yako na huyo mwanamke and between your offspring and hers na kati ya uzao wako na wake and he will crush your head huo atakuponda kichwa and you will strike his heel nawe utamgonga kisigino he saying at that place is where god placed the remedy hapa anasema kwamba mahali pale nipo bwana alipoweka the remedy the solution suluhisho when he saw that man was wearing the garment of righteousness alipoona kwamba mwanadamu alikuwa amevalia vazi la uhaki walking in obedience total obedience akitembea katika utiifu mkamilifu and then fell into disobedience alafu akaanguka kwa kutotii and lost the garment na kapoteza vazi and became naked na akakuwa uchi then at that point alafu katika mahali pale he placed this remedy akaweka suluhisho hili that says ambalo lilisema that the messiah will come kwamba Mesia atakuja but on this matter now kwamba katika swala hili sasa let the messiah come wacha mesia aje let us move on now hebu tuendelee sasa the same genesis 3 mwanzo hiyo tatu verse 21 walk with me tight mstari wa 21 tembea nami kwa karibu Please do walk with me on this matter. Tafadhali mtembee nami katika swala hili. So it's going to be a long journey but powerful journey. Kwa sababu inaenda kuwa safari ndefu lakini safari ya nguvu. Who says verse 21 Genesis 3? Anasema mwanzo 3:21. The Lord God made garments of skin for Adam and his wife and he clothed them. Bwana Mungu akawatengenezea Adamu na mkewe mavazi ya ngozi akawavika. In other words he was saying kwa maneno mengine alikuwa akisema the garment in the garden in the garden kwamba katika bustani lile vazi walokuwa nalo katika bustani before the fall kabla ya mwanguko that garment belongs to jehovah hilo vazi ni la jehovah and then when they lost that garment alafu walipolipoteza hilo vazi because god never mixes with sin he never mixes with sin kwa sababu mungu hachanganyi na dhambi when they, now they lost the garment sasa walipolipoteza vazi because of mixing kwa sababu ya kuchanganya wakalipoteza vazi akapeana suluhisho kwamba katika swala hili mumuitie mesia unaona kwamba unaposonga pale chini kidogo mstari wa moja kwamba bwana akamchinja mnyama the design of the garment of righteousness ule muundo na mfumo wa vazi la uhaki how god designed the garment of righteousness jinsi ambavyo mungu aliunda ule lile vazi la uhaki you see now unaona sasa that he slaughters an animal kwamba anamchinja mnyama 
After slaughtering the animal, we know very well that that was the first death. Death. Ever since creation now that's the first death that takes place. So therefore look at this now. He is installing at that moment he installs right away the sacrifice of the blood. All of them pointing where? Yote iki konyezea wapi The Messiah Messiah The Lamb Because he said on this matter then Call upon the Messiah now Kwa sababu anasema katika suwala ili sasa uka muitie Messiah If man has lost his garment Iki wa manadama mepoteza fazi lakini Then this is now pretty serious Basi hini nyeti zaidi On this matter now please call upon the Messiah Katika suwala ili sasa muitie Messiah Nothing less can cure this now Hakuna kitu chini hapo inaweza kusuluisha hiyo And so in an act Na hivyo basi kati that foretold the Messiah coming to remedy the fall he slaughters an animal and he installs the worship of the blood no, you people you are blessed people this is a city and it's meat, it's a noon day here. And the gospel of the blood Na ya damu is being released <laughs> in the noon day. Wakati ni he said no Anasema, in other words mengine, the garment of the Lord the garment of righteousness can only be achievable by the atoning power of the blood of Jesus that's what he says that's what he says can you say it better see you kuondolewa let me do it swahili again amesema ya kwamba vazi la utakatifu vazi la uhaki bwana lingaracho haliwezi kupatikana bali tu iwe ni damu la Yesu ni kazi la atoning power of the blood of Jesus ni kazi takatifu la damu la Yesu there's a way you have to put it but that is what it should be so it's very powerful ni nguvu sana he's moving now to a place where he's saying the solution will come from here and the sermon is very very long so we rather move on and then we go now to Genesis chapter 14 we're following the track the trail the blueprint in other words the trail blazing for the garment ile njia ya the road god the road map god set out for the garment ile barabara ambayo Mungu alianzilisha kwa ajili ya vazi the garment of righteousness ile vazi la uhaki that you need so much to enter eternity in heaven kwamba unahitaji mengi ili kuingia milele mbinguni ambaye unahitaji sana uingie mbinguni ambaye unahitaji sana ili uingie mbinguni hai Unbelievable. He says Genesis 14. Let's see God's blueprint. His, his, his roadmap for the garment. Genesis 14. I'm reading from 17. He says. Already we have seen. In Genesis chapter 3.21. That he's already pointing. He's already pointing at the Messiah. Say, On this matter. Only the Messiah can cure this. Kwa kwa 
ni Mesia tu ambaye anaweza kutibu hii. Now Genesis 14 verse 17 it says after Abraham returned from defeating Keladomer and the kings allied with him Anasema hivi mwanzo 14:17 Abrahamu aliporudi baada ya kumshinda mfalme Kedorlaoma na wale wafalme waliojiunga naye The king of Sodom Mfalme wa Sodoma came out to meet him akatoka kwenda kumlaki in the valley of Shaveh katika bonde la Shaweh and said this is called the king's valley yani bonde la mfalme verse 18 mstari wa 18 the solution of god suluhisho la mungu for the garment wa ajili ya bazi that melchizedek ndipo melchizedek the king of righteousness mfalme wa uhaki the king of salem mfalme wa salem the king of jerusalem mfalme wa yerusalem brought out bread and wine he was priest of god most high alikuwa kuani wa mungu aliyejuu sana elion na zaidi god most high elion mungu aliyejuu sana elion again he was priest of god most high alikuwa kuani wa mungu aliyejuu sana and he blessed abraham akambariki abraham akisema blessed be abraham by god most high abarikiwe abraham na mungu aliyejuu sana creator of the heaven and the earth Muumba wa mbingu na inchi and blessed be god most high yahweh abarikiwe mungu aliyejuu sana yahweh you delivered your enemies into your hand ambaye aliwaweka adui zako mkononi mwako so there is so much there kwa hivyo kuna mengi zaidi pale but the lord put there on this journey this blueprint A- this road map A- to the garment ambayo bwana aliyaweka pale kwa ajili ya barabara huu muongozo kwa ajili ya vazi the road map that leads to the garment that you long for you need now for entry barabara ambayo inaongoza kwa vazi ambalo mnalitamani unalihitaji sasa kwa ajili ya kuingia already in genesis 3 verse 21 he was pointing at the blood and pointing at the sacrifice of the messiah tayari katika mwanzo 321 alikuwa anakonyezea katika damu katika dhabihu ya mesia and he was saying na alikuwa akisema that only by the blood now kwamba nikupitia damu tu sasa will this be solved hii inaweza ikasuluhishwa and then now alafu sasa We go ahead now to the book of Genesis 14. Tunaenda mbele sasa katika kitabu cha mwanzo 14. And we see in Genesis 14. Na tunaona katika mwanzo 14. That now he is beginning to slightly actualize. Kwamba polepole anaanza kutimiliza. The solution lile suluhisho is now appearing he's beginning to appear on the road map sasa imeanza kuonekana katika ile barabara ameanza ameanza kuonekana the Christ pre-incarnate the Christ oh. Kristo ambaye hajabadilishwa kuwa katika oh, I lost it again can you sharpen it again somebody touch something there hallelujah can you sharpen it for me please because I have a very long sermon please hallelujah Just put it where it was and don't touch again you've lost me now it's dim you kill my voice make sure you sharpen it Michael will go there and handle this uh, somebody just touched it now don't do that again can you get someone to restore what what it was and what is that the what the speakers have gone off these ones oh okay then somebody will restore the speakers thank you very much the speakers have gone off wandera thank you so much for sitting down everybody Thank you. So he's saying the following. Kwa hivyo anasema yafuatayo. He's saying na anasema that he's already appearing. Oh, I'm losing my voice now. 
is saying Anasema that he is already appearing pre-incarnate before he goes through Bethlehem but when he comes he is carrying two things he is carrying the precursors the precursors of the covenant the covenant the covenant that will give you thank you very powerful now the covenant that will give you that garment in other words the covenant that will now give you the, the solution will give you the sacrifice that will give you the garment kwa maneno mengine agano ambalo litawapatia dhabihu ambayo itawapatia vazi anasema that essentially kwamba kimsingi he came Adam alikuja kwa Abraham with carrying bread amebeba mkate and wine na divai he is carrying the covenant of calvary amebeba agano la kalvari to go a long way in emphasizing to you that on this matter this thing will only be solvable at Calvary nowhere else what was the report? report ilikuwa gani that oh, you see adam has lost the garment he, he has lost it kwamba tazama adamu amenipoteza vazi amenipoteza that be true kama hiyo ni ukweli that thing can only be sorted out at calvary jambo hilo linaweza tukusuluhishwa kalbari that is not a small matter hilo si jambo ndogo because that matter is equitable is balanced it is equal to eternity that garment it is equal to eternity it is not simple kwa sababu swala hilo hilo linatoshana na umilele sio kitu rahisi so in other words if the news come to you that Jesus has lost the garment then you are like oh just a moment why has he lost his eternity kwa hivyo kwa maneno mengine kama mtu fulani amepoteza vazi unasema ngoja kidogo kwa nini amepoteza umilele and the sample the little sampling na ile when you take a sample and you taste or whatever unapochukua sampuli kidogo na kutea kuonja When you even soup you can take a little and just taste by the spoon. Unaweza chukua tu supu kidogo na kijiko na The sampling you had yesterday. Hiyo sampuli uliyokuwa nayo jana. Mlipata jana? Mlipata jana. Because he's saying, kwa sababu anasema, the scientists said, wanasayansi walisema, that for a long time they have been following it very closely to investigate it. Kwamba kwa muda mrefu wamekuwa kifuatilia ili kwamba wakaichunguze. A thriving and bustling economy. Very thriving and thriving and bustling and greenery with a lot of cattle by the hill. Na ule ujiutifu city. Na Cities and villages with cattle by the hill. Healthy animals. The corn, the corn and the wheat is being put in the granaries. In the burn and the economy is thriving and people are coming doing commerce and everything na uchumi unaendelea na watu wanakuja na kufanya biashara na kila kitu then all of a sudden pop they disappeared kisha kafla binfu pop ikatoweka so the, the, the scientists say they have been following this kwa hivyo wanasayansi wakasema wamekuwa kifuatilia hili and yesterday na jana i brought you what they published they said nikaleo waletea kile ambacho chapisho ilisema they discovered wakagundua 
that that thing came about 5 kilometers above Sodom and Gomorrah. Kwamba kitu hicho kilikuja yapata kilomita 5 juu ya mji wa Sodoma na Gomorrah. And he says, Nana sema, he came like a round ball. Ikaja kama sayari ndogo. Round ball. Kama mpira mdogo. A big one, it's almost like a meteorite. Mm. So, so it came it came up to about 5 kilometers above near there. Ulikuja pata kilomita 5 juu pale. And then once the Lord was sure that the target was in the hairpin. Wakati ambapo bana alihakikisha the target is now in the crosspin. I don't know how crosspin whichever. But he he has he has now gotten he has put. Kamba sasa lengo amelenga ameipata. Then he blasted. Kisha akailipua until some sulfur we saw is not yet burned hadi baadhi ya kile ile ile sehemu yake bado haija haijaungua so the taste you did yesterday kwa hivyo ile sampuli ya kuonja mliyofanya jana the taste of hell kule kuonja kwa jehanamu you saw from sodom and gomora mliona kutoka kwa sodoma na gomora So surely everybody wants to go where? To Kwa hivyo kila mtu anataka kwenda wapi? Mbingu. So that's why I'm saying. Na hiyo ndio sababu ninasema. If somebody I see Mheshimiwa has come. Can you get no, a no. seat for my professor? Come I give you a seat. Professor, come I'll give you a seat. John nitakupa kiti. Thank you so much. Somebody who speaks for me here, right? Your fellow professor now, right? Thank you so much. So listen to this now. Sikiliza haya sasa. So he's saying. Kwa hivyo anasema. He's saying that therefore if anybody loses their garment. Anasema hivyo basi ikiwa mtu yote atapoteza basi lake. They have essentially lost eternity in heaven. Basi kimsingi wamepoteza umilele mbinguni. So it is not a light matter. Kwa hivyo sio jambo rahisi. It is not a light matter. Sio jambo rahisi. But that's why he was saying. Ndio sababu alikuwa akisema. He would now have to go to Calvary. Sasa itabidi aende Calvary. We have to make a referral. Itabidi tupate kutumana mbele. Rufa. Tupeane rufa. It can only be cured from Calvary. Inaweza tu kutibiwa kutoka Calvary. In other words he was saying. Kwa maneno mengine alikuwa akisema. The garment of righteousness of the Lord. Kwamba basi la uhaki wa Bwana. Can only be attainable, achievable. Linaweza tu kuafikiwa through the power of the atoning blood of Jesus. Kupitia ile nguvu ya damu ya Yesu. So now you are seeing the road map, the blueprint. Kwa hivyo sasa mnaona ile barabara huo mwongozo kwa ajili ya bazi and so here now when melchizedek appears he establishes the cross and the blood kwa hivyo sasa wakati melchizedek alipojiwasilisha akaimarisha damu na msalaba thank you so much and then the book of genesis chapter 22:13 kitabu cha mwanzo 22 mstari wa 13 genesis 22:13 it says the following mwanzo 22:13 asema yafuatayo are we ready to read the word je tuko tayari kusoma neno remember it's a word explosion kumbuka kwamba ni mlipuko wa neno so we'd rather focus on the word kwa hivyo afadhali tukalenge neno and be well nourished na tukauishe vyema hallelujah hallelujah genesis 22:13 it says Mwanzo 22:13 anasema yafuatayo. Again Genesis uh, uh, Exodus sorry. Genesis 22:13. Mwanzo 22:13. He says the following. Anasema yafuatayo. He says Abraham looked up. Anasema Abrahamu akaangalia juu. And there in the thicket he saw a ram. 
akaona kondoo dume caught by its horns amenaswa pembe zake he went over and took the ram akaenda akamchukua huyo kondoo dume and sacrificed it akamtoa awe dhabihu as a burnt offering kama sadaka ya kutetemeshwa badala ya mwanawe now what am i saying here ninasema nini hapa tena so you see the journey begins with genesis 37 kwa hivyo unaona safari inaanza na mwanzo 37 the losing of the garment kule kulipoteza basi and then the lord begins to find remedy solution alafu bwana anaanza kutafuta suluhisho and that remedy we saw was the, 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 the structure the setup was genesis 3:15 na basi tukaona hilo suluhisho ule mwondoko mwanzilishi ulikuwa katika mwanzo 3:15 anasema on this matter then katika swala hili basi we will call upon the messiah tutamuita mesia only the messiah can address somebody that has lost their ni Mesia tu ambaye anaweza kushughulikia mtu ambaye amepoteza umilele wake. Can I say it better? Je, naweza isema bora zaidi? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me say it better for you. Hebu niiseme bora kwa ajili yenu. Why the Messiah? Ni kwa nini Mesia? Because this is God the Father. Kwa sababu huyu ni Mungu Baba. And God the Son. Na Mungu Mwana. Before the Son comes to you, kabla Mwana kuja kwako, God the Father and the Son Mungu Baba na Mungu Mwana. Genesis I mean John chapter 1 verse 1. Yohana mlango wa kwanza mstari wa kwanza. In the beginning was the word. Hapo mwanzo palikuepo neno. The word was with God. Naye neno alikuwa pamoja na Mungu. The word was God. Naye neno alikuwa Mungu. That, that, there right there. Na papo hapo tu. That is now the Messiah's claim. The Messiah was claiming divinity. He was claiming that he is God. He was claiming saying that he is in the trinity. Sasa huyo ni Mesia ambaye alikuwa anadai kwamba yuko katika utatu, yeye ni Mungu. Hata mimi kwa Kiswahili ningesema sio kudai hata. Alisema tu kweli vilivyo vile iko. Alisema tu kweli vilivyo vile ulivyo kwamba yeye ni Mungu. He was speaking the truth. Alikuwa akisema ukweli. And he was saying na alikuwa akisema that right from the beginning I am God and I have been with God. Kwamba tangia mwanzo mimi nimekuwa na Mungu na mimi ni Mungu. And I remember let me share with you this. Na ninakumbuka hebu nishiriki pamoja nanyi hii. I remember when I was handling this message. Nakumbuka nilipokuwa nikishughulikia ujumbe huu before Central Park. Kabla ya Central Park. And I was asking the Lord. Na nilikuwa nikimuuliza Bwana. Because I know everything i went down when the messiah went down until he left and then i came out that narrative is in the public space right now kwa sababu nilienda mpaka pale chini hadi alipoondoka jambo hilo linajulikana sasa lakini i was asking the father nilikuwa nikimuuliza baba i just want to know the price the cost of salvation ninataka tu kumjua kristo gharama ya wokovu what is the cost gharama ni ipi is it true that because of your salvation kwamba kwa sababu ya wokovu wenu the holy trinity ule utatu mtakatifu that exists eternal ambao unadumu milele god the father mungu baba god the son mungu mwana god the holy spirit naye mungu roho eternal ni wa milele one god in three right So I was asking the father I wanted to know more. Nilitaka nilikuwa namuuliza baba nilitaka kujua zaidi. I asked ba- babo babo I asked him. Nikamuuliza. Niambie. Could it be that the cost of salvation? Je, yawezekana kwamba gharama ya wokovu involved? Ili husisha the split of the trinity did you hear me say that at central park kukatanisha kwa sababu I asked that. Je, ulinisikia nikiuliza hilo swali kule central park? 
because i wanted to know what was the cost kwa sababu nilitaka kujua gharama ilikuwa ipi what was the real cost the opportunity cost the price gharama ilikuwa ipi could it be that the trinity split je yawezekana kwamba ule utatu ulitengana because what i know for sure that if the trinity split then it's not trinity anymore that but basi najua kwamba ikiwa utatu unaweza kuingiana tu utatu tena they remain true inabaki mbili god the father answered me that night by voice mungu baba alinijibu usiku huo kwa sauti kwa sauti and he told me na akaniambia that the trinity did not split kwamba utatu haukutengana kwa hivyo ninasema if somebody loses eternal life eternity kwamba ikiwa mtu atapoteza umilele uzima wa milele then it tells me kisha inaniambia that only he that is the beholder of eternal life can come back and remedy that situation kwamba yeye tu ambaye ndiye mbebaji wa uzima wa milele anaweza kuja na kusuluhisha hali hiyo don't, don't worry today you are going to understand why they did not speak i'm going to open it up ahead of you usijali utaenda kuelewa leo ni kwa nini hawakutengana nitakwenda kuifunua these are Ben Ben Kofke can you follow the word these are substantive questions haya ni maswali ya umuhimu oh yes these are now deeper questions about god haya sasa ni maswali ya vilindi kuhusu mungu so now kwa hivyo sasa it is amazing that Melchizedek the pre-incarnate Christ he now appears with the confident with the covenant in the hand sasa inashangaza kwamba Melchizedek ambaye ni Kristo kabla ya kuja katika mwili anakuja na agano mkononi Melchizedek Melchizedek and when he comes that way na anapokuja kwa njia hiyo he is drawing it a step closer anaivuta karibu because already it was said kwa sababu tayari ilikuwa imesemwa that it will be the messiah kwamba itakuwa messiah it will be the sacrifice at calvary it, that will remedy the issue of the garment of righteousness itakuwa ni dhabihu katika calvary ambayo itasuluhisha italeta suluhisho kuhusiana na vazi i mean i can even read for you right away the book of revelation chapter 7:14 right ninaweza hata kuwasomea moja kwa moja kitabu cha upunuo 7:14 7:14 7:14 blessed people 7:14 watu wa bariki He says the following Anasema yafuatayo Revelation 7:14 Upunuo 7:14 says Anasema the garment vazi only through the blood nikupitia dudamu kupitia tu kwa damu hallelujah hallelujah and jesus is lord na yesu ni bwana He says the following here Anasema yafuatayo hapa I answered nikamjibu sir you know bana wewe wajua okay we can read 13 then you understand what he's answering right tunaweza soma 13 kisha unaweza elewa kile anachouza then one of the elders asked me kisha mmoja wa wale wazee 20 na wanne akaniuliza these ones in white robes who are they ni nani hawa waliovaa mavazi meupe and where did they come from nao wametoka wapi then he says verse 14 kisha anasema mstari wa 14 i answered sir nikamjibu bana you know wewe wajua and he said naye akasema hapo waondoka until now hadi sasa Melchizedek appears Melchizedek anajitokeza that is Christ before he came and passed he was born in Bethlehem huyo ni Kristo kabla aje na kuzaliwa Bethlehem so we are stepwise walking through this journey of God's road map 
Kwa hiyo tunatembea katika huu mwongozo wa Mungu kuhusiana na vazi. So just walk with me it's a bit uh, it's not so complicated it's very straight but it's long walk with me. Tembea pamoja nami haina utatanifu mwingi lakini ni ndefu. So now we see Kwe... why he inaugurated the sacrifice of the blood at Genesis 3:21. Kwa hivyo sasa tunaona ni kwa nini alizindua dhabihu ya damu katika mwanzo 3:21. Because he said kwa sababu alisema this will have to be the blood. Hii lazima iwe ni damu. If it is true, ikiwa ni kweli, that somebody has lost their eternal life. Kwamba mtu amepoteza uzima wake wa milele. Hapana. Hapana. On this one now, katika hii sasa, it has to be the blood. Lazima iwe damu to restore back eternal life. Ili kurejesha uzima wa milele. Remember it is equitable I said the garment of righteousness kumbuka hilo vazi la uhaki linatoshana na uzima wa milele so in any case that is the salvation Jesus brought you kwa hivyo kwa njia nyingine huo ni wokovu ambao Yesu aliwaletea let me run because of time hebu nikimbie kwa sababu ya muda now i want to look at the processing of the garment sasa nataka nione kule kutengezwa kwa vazi because the messiah now has to come and process the garment kwa sababu messiah sasa lazima aje na alitengeze lile vazi hallelujah hallelujah the book of john chapter 1 kitabu cha Yohana mlango wa kwanza mstari wa kwanza hadi 4 John Yohana mlango wa kwanza Is somebody with me Je mtu yuko pamoja nami Until here are we together Hadi hapa je tuko pamoja How many are beginning step wise to enjoy the word explosion Ni wangapi ambao wameanza kwa hatua kufurahia mlipuko wa neno Even professor who has just come says I am enjoying it real good Ninafurahia hata professor ambaye ameingia anasema ninafurahia ninaifurahia So now kwa hivyo sasa Let us walk into the processing of the, the actual processing of the garment. Hebu tuende katika ule kule ule hatua yenye asoya kutengeza vazi. He says John chapter 1 verse 1 to 4. Anasema Yohana mlango wa kwanza mstari wa kwanza hadi wa 4. He wants to introduce the maker, the maker of the garment, the An- beholder of the garment. Anataka kumtanguliza anayetengeza vazi, mbepaji wa vazi. In other words, he is introducing he that is rich in the garment, Anna- is rich in the righteousness that will bring it to you. The one that wants to come and exchange the filthy one you have he will give you the glorious one you say he come unto me all ye that are and kwa maneno mengine anataka kumtanguliza ambaye amejawa na uhaki amejawa na hilo vazi ambaye atakuja kubadilisha lile chafu ambalo uko nalo na kupatia vazi la uhaki akiwa akisema ya kwamba akiwa akisema ya kwamba njeni kwa njeni kwangu njoni kwangu nyote ambao nyote ambao mumelemewa na mizigo mizito nami nitawapumzisha yes that is what we are doing here right? hicho ndicho ambacho tunafanya hapa hallelujah hallelujah so he says john chapter 1 verse 1 Anasema kwa Yohana mlango wa kwanza mstari wa kwanza hadi 4 Anasema hapo mwanzo alikuwa ako neno Huyo neno alikuwa pamoja na Mungu And the word was Naye neno alikuwa Mungu. He was with God in the beginning. Alikuwa na Mungu tangia mwanzoni. Kumaanisha that the Messiah was in the Trinity from It, we don't know how far eternity begins. Kwamba Mesia alikuwa katika ule utatu, hatujui mahali milele unaanzia. 
And then he says, Anapukisha, John chapter 17 verse 1 to 5. Yohana mlango wa 17 mstari wa 1 hadi wa 5. Because our target is essentially verse 5. But I want to read 1 to 5 to just give you a broader background, right? Lakini nataka nisome mstari wa 1 hadi wa 5 kuwapatia ile Thank you. Thank you. That's very good. Thank you, my son. So he says John chapter 17:1-5. Is everybody on board? Then he says, After Jesus said this, He looked towards heaven and prayed. Alitazama kuelekea mbinguni akasema. Akaomba. Father, Baba, the time has come full stop. Saa imewadia. Glorify your son. Umtukuze mwanao. That your son may glorify you. Ili mwanao apate kukutukuza wewe. So you granted him authority. Kwa kuwa umempa mamlaka. Over all people. Juu ya wote wenye mwili. That he may give eternal life. Ili awape uzima wa milele. Do you understand what he gives? Until you did, you did like that, right? That's very powerful. He is the beholder of eternal life. What a mighty savior. Me, I prefer to have a savior that has eternal life. Because some good day, he might just as well give it to me. Siku moja anaweza kunipatia. Did you understand? Because there was a crisis of life in that garden. So we would have to look for somebody that has abundant life, eternal life, to be able to replenish. In other words, he's saying, we would have to go to the owner of life that created all life to give it that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are we together now? Just because I'm trying to introduce you to the fact that he's abound. He's, he, he has abundance of eternal life. And that's why he was the rightful candidate to restore eternal life. Pass two is very sweet. I have to repeat it. For you granted him authority over all people that he might give eternal life. Let me explain even to the nations abroad who are following by camera. Look at this now. This is God the Father. God the Father for all eternity is enjoying a covenant of eternity with the Messiah. He's enjoying the covenant of eternity with Christ the Messiah. That is what we just read in John chapter 1 verse 1. So they have that covenant of eternity for eternity. 
la umilele Look at this now. Tazama hii sasa. Then he needs to send the Messiah Kisha. to restore the fallen church. Kisha anahitaji kumtuma Mesia ili aje Mnilenge sasa. So God the Father enjoys the covenant of eternity with the Messiah. Kwa hivyo Mungu Baba anafurahia ile agano la umilele na mwana Mesia. And then the church loses her eternity. Alafukanisa linapoteza umilele wake. That God gave her at creation. Ambalo Mungu alimpatia katika uumbaji. This is how God restores. Hivi ndivyo Mungu anavyorejesha. He now sends a messenger of life with life. Sasa anamtuma mjumbe wa uzima akiwa na uzima. On a life giving mission. Katika huduma ya kupea na uzima. Because we said the garment is equal to eternal life. Kwa sababu tunasema vazi linatoshana na uzima wa milele. Then he says kisha anasema he sends the son anamtuma mwana look at this tazama hii the son comes down here mwana anashuka hapa chini and as the son is down here na wakati ambapo mwana yuko hapa chini restoring fallen man akirejesha mwanadamu aliyanguka look at what happens now tazama kinachotendeka sasa The son is still connected like this. Mwana bado ameungamanishwa namna hii. With God the Father, naye Mungu Baba, in the covenant of eternity. Katika agano la umilele, he still connected. Bado wameunganishwa. Look at this now. Tazama hii sasa. Then the son, kisha mwana, he designs a covenant with the church with man. Ana afanya mfumo wa agano pamoja na mwanadamu. Only those who are looking look at me please. Wale ambao wanatazama tu. Me did not eat breakfast so I'm not sleepy. So so listen this now. Tazama hii sasa. This covenant of eternity with God the Father. Ili agano la umilele na Mungu Baba. Then is now here he is developing a covenant of the grace of redemption, the grace with the church. Na sasa yuko hapa anaendeleza mfumo wa agano wa neema pamoja na kanisa. So essentially, kwa hivyo kimsingi it becomes this. Inafanyika hii. The Messiah becomes this. Mesia anafanyika hivi. No no, no hold on, hold on. Hold on. Goja kidogo. So, hivyo basi, when we believe in the Christ, tunapoamini katika Kristo, and receive the Messiah, na kumpokea Mesia, we enjoy the covenant of grace with him salvation. Tunaungana pamoja na agano la neema kwa wokovu. But look at this now. Lakini tazama hii sasa. By virtue of that covenant with the Christ, we now are connected and also enjoy the covenant of eternity he has with the father that is how he came to restore eternal life on fallen man and that's why I am taking you back to a place where he says he was with God from the beginning before he came peleka katika maana ambapo anasema alikuwa pamoja na Mungu tangu mwanzoni kabla aje. And he says the following. Na anasema hii afuatayo. The same John chapter 17. Yohana hiyo hiyo 17. He says. Anasema verse 3. Mstari wake wa 3. To, to give eternal life to those who have given. Okay. Again let me read verse 2. Hebu nisome mstari wa pili. So you granted him authority. Kwa kuwa umempa mamlaka over all people. Juu ya wote wenye mwili. That he might give eternal life. Ili awape uzima wa milele. To all those you have given to him. Wale wote uliomupa. Can you keep quiet for a moment and focus here so we can discuss something sensitive? Hebu mkanilenga ili tukaweze kuzungumzia kitu ambacho ni nyeti. Anasema to all those you have given him. 
kwa wale wote uliomupa kumaanisha nobody comes to the christ hakuna mtu ajaye kwa kristo except that god the father has given that person to the christ ijapokuwa mungu baba mwenyewe amepeana mtu huyo kwa kristo that also means na hiyo pia inamaanisha that nobody comes to salvation kwamba hakuna mtu ajaye kwa wokovu except that the lord chose you picked you and gave you to the christ ila tu kwamba mungu alikuchagua na kukupeana kwa kristo it is dreadful ni ya kuogofia it is fearful ni ya kuogofia very fearful indeed ya kuogofia kweli kweli anasema nobody will get born again hakuna mtu atakayeokoka except he falls in that group ichapokuwa tu awe katika kikundi hicho that god the father has given to christ ambayo Mungu Baba amempatia Kristo. It also means pia inamaanisha by default. It also means by, 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 by it also means pia inamaanisha that there are those he did not pick and give to the Messiah. Kwamba kuna wale ambao hakuwachagua na kuwapatiana kwa Mesia. Did you understand the sobriety in this scripture? Jem naelewa ukuu katika andiko hili. And then he says Na kisha anasema mstari wa 3 Now this is eternal life Nao uzima wa milele ndio huu That they may know you Father Wakujue wewe uliye Mungu As the only true God Kama Mungu wa pekee wa kweli Jesus Christ Na Yesu Kristo Whom you have sent Now do you Uli understand yamtuma. the connection Jesus sasa mnaelewa kuunganishwa You now understand the connection Sasa mnaelewa kuunganishwa But this is what eternal life is by definition. Kwamba hii ndio uzima wa milele kwa maelezo. That all these people here that have been given to Christ. Kwamba watu hawa wote hapa ambao wamepeana kwa Kristo. May get to know God the Father. Wapate kumjua Mungu Baba. Why did he start with the Father? Ni kwa nini alianza na Baba? Because he was on the Father's mission. Kwa sababu alikuwa katika huduma ya Baba. Messenger sent by the Father. Mjumbe aliyetumwa na Baba. Look at this now the they make this is eternal life that they may get to know God the father my friend kwamba wapate kumjua Mungu baba rafiki wangu and then alafu after knowing God the father baada ya kumjua Mungu baba they may also get to know Christ trust in Christ ili kwamba wapate kumtumainia na kumjua Kristo and then in that connection enjoy the covenant of eternity the messiah has with the father alafu katika kuunganisha uko wafurahie lile agano la umilele ambalo Yesu ako nalo na Mungu baba and so he's saying it in verse 3 here here anaisema katika mstari wa tatu hapa iko hapa it's written in red these are the words of jesus imeandikwa kwa wino mwekundu haya ni maneno ya Yesu and he says na anasema the true god and christ jesus whom you have sent Mungu wa kweli na Yesu Kristo uliyemtuma. Mstari wa 4. I have brought you glory on the earth. Nimekutukuza wewe duniani by completing the work you gave me to do. Kwa kuitimiza ile kazi ulionipa nifanye. Remember we were moving we were looking for verse 5. Kumbuka tulikuwa tunaangazia tunatafuta mstari wa 5. Mstari wa 5. And now father Nipo basi sasa glorify me unitukuze in your presence mbele zako with your glory the glory kwa ule utukufu i had with you niliokuwa nao before the world began pamoja nawe kabla ulimwengu haujakuwa did you understand now je uliielewa sasa 
I'm simply giving you the road map for restoring the garment of righteousness. In other words, in restoring eternal life into mere mortals, mortal men. So he's saying here in a very powerful way that when Jesus had finished all the work that the Father sent him to do in the church, then now Jesus goes before the Father in prayer and says father I have finished all the work you assigned me you gave me to do and then he says the following father now glorify me with the glory that I had with you before creation began that is powerful listen to me now that is extremely powerful now because he is saying that Jesus Christ has the original glory massive glory when he was coming to the mission and he downloaded the glory to take someone's filthy garment the garment of glory he downloaded that's where we are here he downloaded glory the king of glory downloaded glory because he realized that somebody was wearing the filthy rag so he was coming to, re- to, to remove so in that exchange in the book of Philippians chapter 2 in the house of the Lord Philippians chapter 2 he says the following Philippians 2 verse 4 to 11 I'll read real quick he says each of you again Philippians 2 4 to 11 says each of you should look not only to your own interests but also the interest of others before you move on then you understand what Christ did not his own interest but the interest of others he put as a priority the interest of somebody sitting here interest of somebody sitting here and he says on your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus who being in very nature God did not consider himself in equality with God as something to be grasped 
Then it's, again I repeat it. Who being in very nature God did not consider equality with God something to be grasped. Tenda narudia yeye ingawa alikuwa na asili ya Mungu hasa. Hakuona kule kuwa sawa na Mungu ni kitu cha kushikilia. Look at this now. Tazama hii sasa. But made himself nothing. Lakini akajifanya si kitu. Oh. oh. If I told some of you here the way I know you. Ikiwa naweza waambia baadhi yenu hapa jinsi ambavyo nawajua. But please kwamba tafadhali can you choose to be this warm je unaweza chagua kuwa huu mdudu you say ati unasema ati can you come mbona can you choose to be this warm je unaweza chagua kuwa huu mdudu which one you mean this one yes yeah, i mean this one huu mdudu mdudu gani inamaanisha huu say that one nasema hiyo we need to talk tunahitaji kuzungumza the way no mankind jinsi ambavyo nawajua wanadamu they are proud wana kiburi for their education kwa ajili ya masomo yao for their achievement kwa their wealth kwa ajili ya vile ambavyo wameweza kuafikia mali yao but he says lakini anasema the king of glory himself mfalme wa utukufu mwenyewe did not consider that anything hakuhesabu hiyo kuwa ni kitu and he now considered himself nothing. Na sasa alijifanya si kitu. Then came to you. Na akaja kwenu. Meaning, kumaanisha, he put your interest first. Akaweka mata kwa yenu, faida yenu kwanza. Look at what he says here. Tazama kile anachosema hapa as we continue. Tunapoendelea. I told you this one is going to be quite deep. Niliwaambia hii itakuwa ya vilindi sana. Then he says, Kisha anasema, but he made himself nothing, bali alijifanya si kitu, taking the very nature of a servant. Akichukua umbo la mwanadamu, being made in human likeness, akafanywa umbo la mwanadamu, and being found in the appearance of man, na, of a man. Akawa katika lile umbo la mwanadamu. He humbled himself, akajinyenyekeza, and became obedient even unto death. Hata akawa mtiifu hata mauti even death on the cross meaning Naam. even the most cruel death Naam, hata mauti ya msalaba kumaanisha mauti ambayo ni mbaya zaidi not just ordinary death sio kifo tu cha kawaida even death on the cross hata kifo msalabani therefore god exalted him na hivyo basi mungu akamkweza to be the highest place kuwa katika mahali pa juu zaidi. Therefore God exalted him. Kwa hiyo Mungu akamtukuza to the highest place. Katika sehemu ya juu zaidi. And gave him the name. Nakumpa jina. That is above every other name ever created. Niloko ya kila jina jina. But in the name of Jesus in that name. Ili kwamba kwa jina la Yesu. Every knee shall bow. Kila goti litapigwa. Hey. At that name katika hilo china every knee shall go down kila shall bow kila goti litapigwa and then he says na nasema in the heaven kule mbinguni and on the earth na duniani and under the earth na chini ya inchi all of them will bow down to the messiah wote watamwinamia mesia and every tongue na kila ulimi shall confess utakiri that yes indeed ya kwamba ndio ni kweli Christ Jesus ye Kristo Yesu he is lord ni bwana hallelujah hallelujah oh yes oh ndio 
He is the Lord. Yeye ndiye Bwana. He is Lord. Yeye ni Bwana. But every tongue kwamba kila ulimi Above katika anga juu hapa hata ndani mwa mbinguni duniani na chini ya dunia watakiri yes na kwamba ndiyo ni kweli Christ Jesus Kristo Yesu yeye ni Bwana kwa utukufu wa Mungu Baba what am i saying ninasema nini ketini chini i've just run you through an entire spectrum nimewapitishia tu hatua on entire spectrum watua mtazamo mzima i brought you from a place where he shapes his glory nimewaleta kutoka mahali ambapo anamwaga utukufu wake and then to where now the glory is restored as he prayed mahali ambapo utukufu unarejeshwa alipoomba entire cascade na ni mwondoko mzima you see that now unaona hiyo sasa and there is a reason i did that na kunayo sababu nilifanya hivyo because he said that the narrative inside the narrative you hear, you hear they say kwa sababu mle ndani unasikia wakisema they say wanasema that he didn't consider him anything himself anything or the glory he had kwamba hakujihesabu hakujihesabu kuwa ni kitu ule utukufu wote aliyokuwa nao to the extent that he shaped the glory kwa kiwango kwamba aliwacha utukufu na heshima and then now sasa he took on the human form akachukua umbo la mwanadamu he humbled to that level akaenyekesha kiasi hicho and he said not just ordinary death na anasema sio kifo tu cha kawaida even death on the cross hata kifo cha msalaba with absolute cruelty kilicho na ukatili mwingi zaidi so what is the message basi ujumbe ni upi look at what he saying tazama kile ambacho anasema this was to open the way that we may now come hii ilikuwa tu kufungua njia ili kwamba sasa tuje to where he comes now mahali ambapo anakuja sasa and takes on the humble human form na kuchukua umbo la unyenyekevu la mwanadamu remember kumbuka i simply set out to establish to you nilichagua tu kuimarisha kwenu the blueprint of the garment how god drew it the design the road map that led to the garment that you are wearing now or going to wear now for entry right mondoko wa utengezaji wa lile vazi ambalo mnalivalia sasa ama mtakwenda kulivaa kwa ajili ya kuingia kwenu can i take five so minutes just to open up another area of the glory about the messiah Je naweza chukua dakika zingine kama tano hivi kufungua kuhusu utukufu kuhusiana na Mesia ambao ana ubeba ili kwamba msije mkamkosa kumwelewa na mkachanganyikiwa nitaenda tu katika vilindi kuhusiana na swala hili alafu baada hiyo nitaanza safari sasa of when he comes to actualize the plan wakati ambapo anakuja kutekeleza mpango and to produce the garment na kulitoa vazi for you kwa ajili yenu are we together je tuko pamoja then walk with me blessed people tembea pamoja nami watu wabarikiwa he says the book of matthew 17 anasema kitabu cha mathayo 17 the glory the messiah had utukufu ambao mesia alikuwa nao hallelujah hallelujah Matthew chapter 17 Mathayo 17 verses 1 to verse 8 Mustari wa kwanza hadi wa 8 He says the following Anasema yafuatayo After 6 days siku baada 
baada ya siku sita sometimes he's rather translate me after six days baada ya siku sita Jesus took with him Peter James and John Yesu akawachukua Petro Yakobo na Yohana the brother of James ndugu yake Yakobo and let them up the high mountain na kuwaleta mpaka juu ya mlima mrefu by themselves mali pasipo na watu Okay, okay, yeah. okay, mali pasipo na watu but okay i just want to do the english because the, the whole world is tuned in so he says again after six days anasema baada ya siku sita jesus took with him yesu akawachukua peter james and john the brother of james Petro, Yakobo na Yohana ndugu yake Yakobo and let them up a high mountain na kuwaleta katika mlima mrefu by themselves wakiwa peke yao and remember this mountain is called mount hermon nakumbuka mlima huu unaitwa mlima hermoni in israel when you go there this called mount hermon kwa israeli ukienda huko huu unaitwa mlima hermoni but it says the following lakini anasema yafuatayo there he was transfigured before them Yesu alibadilika wakiwa mbele yao. His face shone like the sun. Uso wake ukangaa kama jua. And his clothes became as white as the light. Nguo zake zikawa na weupe wa kuumiza macho. Just then appeared before him Moses and Elijah. Gafula wakatokea mbele yao Mose na Elia. Talking with Jesus. Wakizungumza na Yesu. Peter said to Jesus. Siko Petro akamwambia Yesu. Lord, Mwana, it is good for us to be here if you wish will put up three shelters ukitaka nitafanya vipanda vitatu one for you chako, one for Moses cha Mose, and the other for Elijah while he was still speaking with them Petro alipokuwa angali while he was still speaking alipokuwa angali ananena a bright cloud came and enveloped them gafla wingu linalongali kawafunika and a voice from the cloud said na sauti kutoka kwenye ile wingu ikasema my son huyu ni mwanangu mpendwa whom i love ninayempenda with him i am well pleased ninayependezwa naye sana listen to him msikilizeni yeye so there is so much there kwa hivyo kuna mengi zaidi pale but what is the lord saying lakini bwana anasema nini hallelujah hallelujah is anasema that jesus had the original glory kwamba yesu alikuwa na ule utukufu wa kwanza even when he came on this life giving mission hata alipokuja katika huduma hii ya kupeana uzima look at this now tazama hii sasa he comes is doing his work is doing his ministry is doing his ministry here anakuja anafanya kazi yake anafanya huduma yake hapa and then alafu he picks three he takes three oh 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 inatendeka okay you need a feedback or whatever you might even have got to speak about his right there so then he, t- he picks three anachagua watatu anachagua watatu then he picks three kisha anawachagua watatu he picks three of them anawachagua watatu and when he gets the three na anapowachukua hawa watatu he goes with them up anaenda na wao juu when he arrives there anapofika huko it is also he did this nikana kwamba alifanya hivi the conversation i know i know everything about that conversation mazungumzo ninajua najua yote kuhusiana nayo mazungumzo but unto them lakini kwao look it's also he does this nikana kwamba anafanya hivi 
he comes anakuja he has taken three amewachukua watatu thank god judas is not here he's down there right nashukuru mungu yuda hayuko hapo there's no need for him to see the glory hakuna hitaji lake kuona utukufu because he had a mission to accomplish kwa sababu alikuwa na huduma ya kuitekeleza he might change his mind anaweza badilisha mawazo yake be very careful the ways of god right makinikeni na njia za mungu Judas had a mission down there to do. Judas, and remember these the, the days are running out now. Judas, in fact the conversation was really about that job to go and finish it. Mazungumzo ilikuwa kuhusiana hiyo kazi kwenda kuimaliza. Look at this now. Lakini tazama hii sasa. The disciples are here. Wanafunzi wako hapa. He had shared with them a little bit. Alikuwa ameshiriki pamoja na kiasi. While they were down there. Wakati walipokuwa pale chini. That soon he is going to leave them. Kwamba hivi karibuni anaenda kuacha and it had troubled them quite a bit na ilikuwa imewaofisha sana sana it had become a serious issue ilikuwa imefanyika swala nyeti do you mean really really physically you are going to leave je wamaanisha kweli kweli kabisa kialisia utakwenda kuondoka anawachukua hao watatu they are here wako hapa probably they were also the most influential but he puts them he brings them wenda pia ndio walikuwa na adhari kubwa lakini anawaleta this heavenly conversation takes place wakati mazungumzo haya ya kibinguni yanapofanyika ni kana kwamba anafanya hivi anafungua ufunguo na kuonyesha je kwa kweli mnanijua kisha akafunga He shows them his glory. Anawaonyesha utukufu wake. He shows them the glory of the Messiah. Anawaonyesha utukufu wa Mesia. The glory of the Christ. Utukufu wa Kristo. That was masked. Ambao ulifunikwa. Ambao ulifunikwa. He shows them that. Anawaonyesha hiyo. Sometimes that is also important. Wakati mwingine hiyo pia ni muhimu. When people say they are doing something right but sometimes that's also important lakini wakati mwingine hiyo ni muhimu ili kwamba wapate kukujua bora zaidi when you want to reveal because you wanted to reveal his divinity to them alitaka kufunua utatu wake ungu wake kwao can you show me helsinki je mnaweza nionyesha helsinki finish people sitting here my son Aaron my daughter bishop senior bishop uh, Anantila and uh, Matila my daughter Matila is not around or she's around bishop oh you are here Matila. it's good to see you thank you for coming asante kwa kuja then look basi tazama in Helsinki kule Helsinki he did this alifanya hivyo the other one again hiyo nyingine tena don't you just facing away now and then okay can you give the still pictures please for Christ's sake this one and then the next facing away there here thank you and then you come back to us so hivyo basi in that case also katika hiyo case pia it was as though ilikuwa kana kwamba they are walking here wanatembea hapa na mnasumbuana na hawa na mnasumbuana na hawa wa Kenya mnasumbuana na hawa wa Kenya mnasumbuana na hawa you are disturbing each other with them mnasumbuana na hawa then the lord does this alafu bana anafanya hivyo do you really know who we are je kwa kweli unajua sisi ni kina nani oh yes 
lakini kwa Mesia alikuwa akifunua ungu wake and of course the most important conversation that messengers brought there na hata hivyo yale mazungumzo muhimu zaidi ambao wajumbe walileta pale so hivyo he had the glory alikuwa na utukufu with god the father na mungu baba right from the beginning tangia mwanzoni and he had to share the glory na ilipidi akaweze kuona utukufu kama vile tunaenda kuona hivi karibuni as we are going to see very soon kama vile tunaenda kuona hivi karibuni hallelujah hallelujah john chapter 12 yohana mlango wa 12 verse 23 mstari wa 23 remember everything is stepwise for you kumbuka kila kitu ni kwa hatua kwa ajili yenu the beloved church kanisa lilopendwa john chapter 12 yohana 12 Verses 23 to 25. Can I read it? Mustari wa 23 hadi 25. Jinsi naweza isoma? Again John chapter 12. Tena Yohana 12:23 hadi 25. Are we there? Jesus replied, Yesu akawajibu. The hour has come saa imewadia so the son of man ya mwana wa adamu kutukuzwa i tell you the truth amina mina waambia unless a kernel of wheat isipokuwa mbegu ya ngano falls on the ground ianguke katika ardhini and dies na kufa it remains only a single seed ubakia tu kama mbegu peke yake but if it dies lakini ikifa it produces many seeds uzaa mbegu nyingi the man who loves his life mtu yote anayependa maisha yake atayapoteza while the man who hates his life naye anayechukia maisha yake in this world katika ulimwengu will keep it for eternity atayaokoa hata uzima wa milele anasema nini je naweza waelezea hii in terms of the glory the messiah be home katika masuala ya utukufu ambao messiah ako nao he saying anasema focusing on me everybody now ukinilenga kila mtu sasa he saying anasema the following yafuatayo he saying anasema that when you take a kernel of wheat kwamba unapochukua mbegu ya ngano look at this now tazama hii my finger ile mbegu ndogo and you put in the soil na uweke kwenye mchanga this is the death that takes place hiki ndicho ambacho kinafanyika there is a segment of that wheat that seed una sehemu ya hiyo mbegu the outer part ile sehemu ya nje that is going to die to rot and die, to die and rot ambayo itaenda kufa na kuoza but If you check the inside of that seed there is a part that is not going to die. Lakini ukiangalia ndani ya hiyo mbegu kuna sehemu ambayo haitakufa. That will be hold life. Ambayo itaendelea to be hold life. Itaendelea kuwa na uzima na uhai. And it will germinate. Na itamea. And it will come up with life. Itaota na imee ikiwa na uzima. Na inapokwenda itaendelea kuwa. Many lives with it. Itakuwa na uzima pamoja nayo. Itakuwa na uzima. What was he saying? Alikuwa akisema nini? He was saying. Alikuwa akisema 
that the Messiah must die. Kwamba Mesia lazima ape. For him to purchase the garment. Ili kwake yeye kulinunua vazi. For him to produce your garment. Ili yeye akaweze kulitengeza vazi lako. But he was saying. Lakini alikuwa akisema. When he gave the parable of the kernel of wheat. Alipopeana ule mfano wa mwangano. He was saying. That when he goes down. Alikuwa akisema kwamba atakapokufa. There is a part that will get away. Kuna sehemu ambayo itaondolewa. There's a part that I will change you. The part, this is sensitive. There's a part that will get away. Kuna sehemu ambayo itaondolewa. And the part that beholds the original life, the original glory. Na kunayo sehemu ambayo inabeba ule uzima wa kwanza, ule wa asili na kuwa never dies. Ile sehemu ambayo kamwe haifi. That will grow like this. Ambayo itamea namna hii. The kernel of wheat he talked about. Ile mbegu ya ngano alizungumzia. Oh yes. Wacha tu aende kivyake. Wewe keti chini usisumbue watu sasa. Tafadhali kwa jina la mfalme Yesu. And we appreciate. So listen to this now. Sikiliza hivi sasa. Anasema You put a seed down. Unaiweka mbegu chini. There is a part. Kunayo sehemu that will go. Ambayo itaenda. But in a moment, lakini kwa kitambo kidogo. You realize. Unagundua that there is an inner core an inner part that never dies that beholds life kwamba kuna sehemu ya ndani ambayo kamwe haifi ambayo inabeba uhai inabeba uzima that will grow like this ambayo itamea namna hii that is what the messiah was saying about his glory hicho ndicho ambacho messiah alikuwa akisema kuhusiana na utukufu wake and that's why na hiyo ndio sababu he did like this alifanya namna hii do you really know who i am Je kwa kweli mnajua mimi ni nani? Na kisha akaifunga. Ndio. Kumaanisha the beholder of the glory of God. Yeye ndiye mpebaji wa utukufu wa Mungu. And the garment that is uh, going to be produced for you. Nalo vazi ambalo litakwenda kutengezwa kwa ajili yenu. Linaenda kutoka katika utukufu huu. That's why when you wear it and walk away, you climb the stairs. You are now glorious. Unapolivadia kwa sababu kuna sehemu ndani yako. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So can we go to the practicalities the detail how he shed the glory and then beholding the inner core and then he took the mission, right? Je, tunaweza enda katika utendaji kazi jinsi alivyoacha ule utukufu? Matthew 16:21 can I read first before we get into the the, the, the garment now? Matayo 16:21 first, right? 16:21 kwanza. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a parable. Ni mfano mkubwa kiasi gani? That unless you bury him, kwamba ijapokuwa umzike, he will not resurrect and earn you a resurrection. Hawezi kukufufuka na wapatie ufufuo. Wow. Wow. What a king. Ni mfano mkuu kiasi gani? Because all the other gods, kwa sababu miungu mingine yote, 
my daughter Pastor Emma from Italy when she heard she all the other girls she just did like this just forget it <laughs> they do not resurrect only our God resurrects and I know in your heart of hearts you would want to worship a God that at least gives you a little hope beyond the tomb a little hope beyond the graves a little hope beyond the mortuary of the morgue that is the God worth worshiping if he has power to resurrect then I know you can resurrect me you can never be a deliverer unless you are being delivered my God is coming to take the charge and you will never see death again you live forever Hallelujah. You live forever. No more mortuaries. No more mugs. Bad smell. Harufumbaya kwa maiti. Harufumbaya kwa maiti. Hey. Only life. Ni uzima tu. And life eternal. No more cancer. No more diabetes. No more hypertension. No more fibroids. No more tumors. No divorce. No depression. No employment. No aging. Hallelujah. I tell you. He had to have that power. He had to have that glory. So he can now help us. Can you sit down a moment? And so he says Matthew. In Matthew 16:21. The majesty of the Messiah. Number one. Number two, he revealed the glory of the Messiah. Number three, he revealed the divinity of the Messiah. Number four, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders the chief priests and the teachers of the law and that he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life very powerful so that is really what gives him the capacity and the the power to come and restore a fallen a dead church a fallen church that has lost it you know when you say lost it it means something deeper something else right 
that has lost eternal life. Kwamba amepoteza uzima wa milele. John 12:32 33 only that and then I begin the process of governing the church. Yohana 12:32-33 hiyo tu alafu nitaanza ile hatua ya kulibadilisha kanisa. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. John 12:32-33. Yohana 12:32-33. He says. Anasema but lakini I of this world Okay sorry about that but when I am lifted up lakini wakati ambapo nimeinuliwa juu from the earth kutoka kwa dunia I'll draw all men to myself nitawavuta watu wote kwangu mimi so that is suffice now that is sufficient now. Na sasa. But now if he goes and dies and resurrects he says he will now draw all men with him up. Na anasema kwamba ikiwa atakwenda na afe sasa atawavutia wanadamu wote juu. Can we now look at the process of how he began stepwise? Hebu sasa tuanze kuona mchakato jinsi alivyoanza hatua kwa hatua how he began to garment to prepare the garment for the church jinsi alivyoanza kuja na kuandaa vazi kwa ajili ya kanisa the white garment vazi jeupe finest linen kitani safi bright and clean nyeupe na inayongaa in other words kwa maneno mengine how he began to prepare righteousness for a church that lacks righteousness jinsi alianza kuandaa uhaki kwa kanisa ambalo linakosa uhaki Come with me the book of Luke chapter 1. Geuka pamoja nami kitabu cha Luka mlango wa kwanza. Luke chapter 2 verse 1 sorry. Luka mlango wa pili mstari wa kwanza kumradhi. Luke chapter 2. Luka mlango wa pili. Luke chapter 2. Luka mlango wa pili. Verse 1. Mstari wa kwanza. I'm reading on verse 1 to 18 I'll see as much Nitasoma kuanzia mstari wa kwanza hadi wa 18 In those days siku zile Caesar Augustus Kaisari Augusto issued a decree alitoa amri that the census should be taken kwamba watu wote waandikishwe of the entire Roman world katika ulimwengu wa Kirumi and remember the Roman world was like the world na unakumbuka kwamba ulimwengu wa Kirumi ulikuwa kama ulimwengu wote very huge very large because they had even taken over the Mediterranean and gone up now ulikuwa mkubwa sana kwa sababu hata walikuwa wamechukua ile sehemu ya bahari na kwenda juu and he says the following This was the first census that took place while Quirinius Quirinius was governor of Syria. Orodha hii ndiyo ya kwanza iliyofanyika wakati Crenio alipokuwa mtawala wa Shamu. And everyone went to his own town, his hometown to register. Kila mtu alikwenda kuandikishwa katika mji wake alikozaliwa. So Joseph passed. So Joseph went up from the town of Nazareth to the Galilee, to the Galil, to Jordan. Hivyo Yosefu akapanda kutoka mji wa Nazareti So Joseph went up from the town of Nazareth in the Galilee all the way to Judea. 
Hivyo Yosefu akapanda kutoka mji wa Nazareti ulioko Galilaya kwenda Uyahudi. To Bethlehem the town of David. Baka Bethlehem mji wa Daudi. Because he belonged to the house and the line of David. Kwa sababu yeye alikuwa wa ukoo wa nyumba ya Daudi. How powerful. Ni nguvu kiasi gani? Just until there hadi hapo tu because yesterday i said kwa sababu jana nilisema that when zechariah the, 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 the prophet kwamba wakati zechariah nabii the prophet of the lord nabii wa bwana when he saw joshua appear before the lord alipomuona yeshua akijiwasilisha mbele zake bwana and the narrative that ensued na yale matukio yaliyoendelea the prophecy unabii that he saw both the messianic priesthood Kisha, and that priesthood of Joshua. Kisha akaona ukuhani ule wa Mesia na ule wa Yeshua. Nani said yesterday? Na nikasema hiyo jana. In that projection prophecy foretelling. Katika huo unabii huko kusema kibele. Of the dispensation of the messianic priesthood the Messiah. Ya majira ya ukuhani wa kimesia. Then we reach up to verse 10 kisha tunasikia hadi mstari wa 10. To see at the point then the Lord now says it was actually the Christ saying to Joshua Una, what the Lord will do with the Christ. Unaona ni Bwana ni Kristo ambaye anamwambia Yeshua kile ambacho atafanya. Vile ambacho Mungu atafanya na Kristo. Kristo alikuwa anamwambia Yeshua kile ambao Mwenyezi Mungu atatenda na Kristo kwa wale binadamu. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he's saying. Kwa hivyo anasema he saw aliona at, at the tail end of it. Katika mwisho mwisho wake. The Lord says I will send my servant the branch. Bwana akasema nitamtuma mtumishi wangu tawi. When I said for the Jewish people and the church na, that is absolutely very critical. Na nikasema kwa watu wa Yahudi na kanisa hiyo ni nyeti kabisa. For the Jewish people kwa watu wa Yahudi that is so critical because it will make them identify the Messiah. Hiyo ni nyeti kabisa kwa sababu itawasababisha kumtambua Mesia. And identify with him. Na kujitambulisha naye. That's why he says later in Zechariah I think it's 12 verse 10 when he says oh they will weep when they see him that they pierce. Ndio sababu nikasema baadaye katika somebody mourns an only son. Zekaria mlango wa 12 mstari wa 10 kwamba wataomboleza kama vile baba ambaye amemtupoteza mzaliwa wake wa kwanza anavyoomboleza watakapomuona. Wakati watagundua ya kwamba yeye ndiye Kristo ambaye walisulubisha. Wakati watagundua kwamba yeye ndiye Kristo ambaye walisulubisha. So for them kwa hivyo kwao the connection through the branch to the davidic lineage kiunga the lineage of david is very key quick it is their salvation because they will also now be able to identify kuunganishwa kupitia kwa ukoo wa daudi ni muhimu sana kwa sababu sasa pia wanaweza kumtambua so he's saying Naibu basi anasema Kwa maana sasa wata wata wataweza kumtambua Kwa maana sasa wataweza kumtambua Okay so he says the following Anasema yapatayo But in the if you read the scriptures like I said Isaiah chapter 11 verse 1 Isaiah 11:1 write it read it at home you will find you will find that they they begin to identify him for being their their righteousness the righteous one Mule ndani kama vile Isaiah 11 mstari wa kwanza wanaanza kumtambua kama uhaki wao The righteous one Mwenye haki The branch Tawi the, the branch when they use the branch they identify 
wanapotumia tawi wanamtambua righteous one mwenye haki the beautiful and beautiful and glorious why because the salvation he brings is beautiful as you can see mwenye kurembeka na mwenye utukufu na wakupendeza and so na hivyo basi the lord bwana the lord uses an atheist bwana anamtumia mtu kafiri a pagan king when the lord wants to fulfill a certain critical part of the mission to bring to redeem the government to redeem the fallen church to bring back eternal life to somebody who has lost it wakati bwana anataka kutimiliza sehemu ya muhimu sana ya kumkomboa mwanadamu aliyeanguka kwa kuleta vazi la utakatifu kwa yule ambaye amepoteza vazi lake la utakatifu la utakatifu kwa yule ambaye amepoteza vazi lake la utakatifu but now bwana then now kisha sasa he says anasema an atheist king mufalme asiyemjua Mungu gives a decree anapeana tangazo that Joseph may live kwamba Yosefu akaondoke with Mary pamoja na Maria from the Galil from from Nazareth in Hebrew they say Nazareth from Nazareth of the Galil of Galil kutoka Nazareth ya Galilaya and come all the way to the city of David na kuja kote kote hadi mji wa David and identify the lineage of the Messiah now back to David na kutambua ule ukoo wa Mesia sasa kurudi kwa Daudi Did you understand this? Jemuli elewa hii. Oh ndio. He wants to bring him here to the city of David. Anataka kumleta hapa katika mji wa Daudi. And he's using a pagan king. Na anatumia mfalme ambaye ni kafiri. A Roman king called Caesar Augustus. Mfalme wa Kirumi aitwaye Kaisari Augusto. And it was the Senate, it was the Senate in in Rome that elevated him. Na ilikuwa ile seneti ya Kirumi iliyomkweza. And they called him Caesar Augustus. Na wakamuita Kaisari Augusto. Meaning the exalted one. Kumaanisha aliyekwezwa. And he was a reformer. Na alikuwa mtu mwenye mabadiliko. He brought tax reform. Alileta mabadiliko ya kodi. He brought reform in civil structures. Alileta ile mabadiliko katika utawala. He also reformed the political system. Na pia alileta mabadiliko katika mundo wa kisiasa. And he moved it from a republic to imperial. Na kaiondoa kutoka kwa jamhuri kwenda kwa ile ya kifalme. Because he was sensitive to the times and the needs of the people. Kwa sababu alikuwa na umakinifu kwa nyakati na mahitaji ya watu. And he realized that the people the world was yearning for a reformation na, for a change na aligundua kwamba watu wanahitaji mabadiliko dunia nzima ilikuwa ina kiu ya nini dunia nzima ilikuwa na kiu na inahitaji mabadiliko the whole world was very thirsty and hungry for a change dunia nzima ilikuwa na kiu kwa ajili ya mabadiliko and he was able to crash in on that na aliweza kuteka hiyo not knowing that the true principle of change bila ya kujua kwamba mkuu mwenyewe wa mabadiliko was going to come alikuwa anaenda kuja and not just do reform na sio tu kufanya mabadiliko but do a fundamental transformation lakini kufanya mabadiliko makubwa ya nguvu sana so the lord causes the pagan king to give a decree on census kwa hivyo bwana anamsababisha mfalme kafiri kufanya mabadiliko kuhusu hesabu but now joseph may move the mother and the baby to the right place 
city of David, the house of bread. Kwamba sasa Yosefu na mama ya mtoto wakampeleke katika mji unaofaa mji wa Daudi. Wow. Wow. That is what we have read until now because yeah. now we are beginning to see the process of how he shed his glory. Hivyo ndivyo ambavyo hiyo ndio ambayo tumesoma mpaka sasa kwa sababu tumeanza kuona jinsi ambavyo alipeana utukufu wake. Alimwaga utukufu wake. Alimwaga utukufu wake in order to rescue the church. Ili kulikomboa kanisa. Amazing. Inashangaza. Let's read on because it's very beautiful here. Hebu tuendelee kusoma kwa sababu inapendeza sana. Kitabu cha Luka mlango wa pili tena. Na anasema So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in the Galilee to Judea. Hivyo Yosefu akapanda kutoka mji wa Nazareti ulioko Galilaya to Judea kwenda Uyahudi to Bethlehem mpaka Bethlehem the town of David mji wa Daudi because he belonged to the house and the line of David what a beautiful thing kwa sababu yeye alikuwa wa ukoo na nyumba ya Daudi ni kitu cha kupendeza kiasi what a beautiful thing that he belonged to the lineage of David ni kitu cha kupendeza kiasi gani kwamba yeye alikuwa wa ukoo wa Daudi because you know what Isaiah said kwa sababu unajua kile ambacho Isaya alisema you know the prophecy said unajua unabii ulisema that out of David kwamba kutoka kwa Daudi a branch tawi righteous branch tawi la haki hallelujah hallelujah but it goes on to say na naendelea kusema in a very sweet way these words are sweet in my tongue now kwa njia ya utamu sana maneno haya ni matamu mimi ni mwangu sasa kama asali kama asali verse 5 says mstari wa 5 anasema he went there to register with mary alikwenda huko kujiandikisha pamoja na maria who was pledged to be married to him ambaye alikuwa amemposa naye and was expecting a child naye alikuwa mjamzito while they were there wakiwa Bethlehem the time came for the baby to be born wakati wa Maria kujifungua ukawa umetimia and she gave birth to her first born son naye akamzaa mwanawe kifungua mimba she wrapped him in clothes akamfunika nguo and placed him in a manger na kumlaza katika hori because there was no room in the motel in the inn akamlaza katika hori ya kulia ngombe kwa sababu hapakuwa na nafasi katika nyumba ya wageni so if you ask me about the title the subtitle of this segment we have just begun basi kama utaniuliza kichwa kidogo cha mada cha ujumbe huu ambao tumeuanza it is ni the swaddling clothes mavazi ya ngozi manguo za kufunika read it in the bible there the clothes she used for wrapping the baby manguo za swaddling clothes mavazi ya kufunika sio vazi ni nguo tu ya kurap it actually they are linen strips the swaddling clothes nguo za kufunika and the garment na bazi that is the topic we have landed into hiyo ndio mada ambayo tumeingia kwayo because now kwa sababu sasa she goes for census anakwenda kwa ajili ya hesabu ya watu and by design by design na kwa muundo kwa muundo census is announced ile hesabu ya watu imetangazwa and by design na kwa muundo they are coming from the lineage of david wanatoka katika ukoo wa daudi and by design na kwa muundo at the time of giving birth delivery kwa wakati wa kujifungua she has to find herself in bethlehem in the house of bread the town of david inapidi ajipate mwenyewe katika 
katika Bethlehem katika nyumba ya mkate katika mji wa Daudi she has to be there inabidi awe pale that all prophecy may link up kwamba may connect properly unabii wote ukaweze kuungamanishwa vyema wow wow what a prophecy ni unabii mkukiasi gani that is working ambao unafanya kazi it is working this Una prophecy is working unabii huu unafanya kazi oh false prophets give prophecies that don't work oh manabii wa uongo wanapenda unabii ambao haufanyi kazi even if they just speak a small star it cannot move hata wakinenea tu nyota ndogo haiwezi hata ikasonga tu <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so you say here. Na kwa hivyo anasema hapa. That all systems the constellation everything is now aligned. Kwamba muundo wote mipango yote sasa imepangiliwa. The savior must now come to the earth. Pokozi lazima sasa aje kwa dunia. Look at this now. Tazama hii sasa. And then he says. Alipokisha anasema they are now in the house of bread. Then by design. Sasa wako katika nyumba ya mkate na kwa muundo. By design also muundo pia they had to miss a place in the motel in, in the inn ilibidi wakose nafasi katika hoteli ya wageni they have to miss a place inabidi wakose mahali my design everything is by setup kila kitu ni kwa muundo I love Jehovah. Ninampenda Yehova. Because he controls literally everything. Kwa sababu anatawala kielezea kila kitu. You can't take chances now. Hauwezi ukachukua hiyo nafasi kimzaa sasa. This is critical now. Hii nyeti sasa. The Messiah must come. Messiah lazima aje. And somebody must be given a garment. Na mtu lazima apewe vazi because time. Kwa sababu wakati. For climbing up is here now. Kwa kupanda umemwadia sasa. And he says So he gave she gave birth to her firstborn and she wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger because there was no room in the inn Akamzama nawe kifungua mimba akamfunika nguo za kitoto na kumlaza katika hori ya kulia ng'ombe Follow me on this Unifuate katika hii I am going to introduce the shepherd a little bit then I'll come to you full blast. Kwenda kuwatanguliza wachungaji kidogo kisha ndarudi kwenu kwa ufuriko full blast. Kwa ufuriko kabisa. Let me introduce some shepherds here. Hebu niwatangulize baada ya wachungaji hapa. Verse 8 of Luke chapter 2. Mustari wa 8 Luka 2. The word is working. Neno linafanya kazi. The Messiah has now arrived. Masia sasa amewasili. Remember Daber 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 Vit, do you speak Hebrew? Daber Vit, Daber Vit, do you speak Hebrew? Every time I meet Israelis that's the first thing they ask me, do you speak Hebrew? Daber Vit, I say if you don't say any Lord Daber, you see that. So, Lord Daber. So the thing is this now. The prophets have already spoken and now their word has been realized and she has given birth to the Messiah. Manabii wamekwisha nena na sasa imekwisha timilizwa na amemzaa Messiah. Now look at this now. Sasa tazama hii sasa. The shepherds. Wachungaji. He says. Anasema. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby. Walikuweka wachungaji What a beautiful message because we are in the season of Christmas. Ni wa wakati ni ujumbe upi wa kubarikiwa kwa sababu tuko katika majira ya Christmas. We are in the season of Christmas. Tuko katika majira ya Christmas. This is powerful thing. Hii ni nguvu sana basi. It's just about three or four days from here, right? Yapata tu siku tatu kutoka sasa. Wow. Wow. 
what a, uh, lined up a timed message ni ujumbe wa wakati kiasi gani and he says and Na, there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby katika eneo lile walikuwa kwa wachungaji waliokuwa wakikaa mashambani watching over their flock at night wakilinda makundi yao ya kondoo usiku and the angel of the lord appeared to them ghafla malaika wa bana akawatokea this is now angel sent messenger sasa hawa ni wajumbe. The angel of the Lord appeared to them. Malaika wa Bwana akawatokea. And the glory of the Lord shone around them the way you see the glory of the Lord always shining around these two. Na utukufu wa Bwana ukawangaria kote kote vile ambavyo mua mnaona utukufu wa Bwana unawangaria hawa wawili. Can you show the glory pointing shining around them they, they wherever in Menengai wherever there are many places over there? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because only the angels of the Lord move like that. Kwa sababu ni malaika tu wa Bwana ambao wanaenda namna hiyo. Nobody is a child anymore. Hakuna mtu ambaye ni mtoto tena. Jesus is not coming to take a spiritual child. Yesu haji kumchukua mtoto wa kiroho. You have to eat what we call ugali na sukuma wiki. Lazima ule kile ambacho chaitwa ugali na sukuma wiki. So you may be strong and grow up. Ili kwamba uwe mwenye nguvu na ukue shining on the men more more there is more there are others kuna nyingine zaidi but the glory did shine lakini utukufu uliangaza on them when the angel arrived juu ya wakati malaika alipofika to prove kudhibitisha to prove to them kuadhibitishia listen to this now sikiliza hii sasa he said the following anasema yafuatao he said anasema but the angel said they were terrified and they were terrified na malaika akawa if you can't read just repeat what I'm saying and they were terrified nao wakaingiwa na hofu wakaogopa sana hofu is the shaka wakaogopa sana wakatetemeka sana wakaogopa sana wakatetemeka sana so again the, the angel of the lord appeared to them malaika wa bana akawatokea and the glory of the lord shone around them nao utukufu wa bana ukawangaria kote kote and they were terrified nao wakaogopa sana verse 10 mstari wa 10 but the angel said to them lakini malaika akawaambia do not be afraid usiogope i bring you good tidings kwa, good news kwa maana tazama nawaletea habari njema of great joy that will be for all the people itakayokuwa kwa watu wote today leo in the town of david katika mji wa david savior has been born unto you mokozi amezaliwa kwenu christ jesus is his name ndiye kristo yesu ndilo jina lake is christ the lord yeye ndiye kristo bwana this will be the sign hii ndio itakayokuwa ishara to you kwenu you will find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes mkuta mtoto mchanga amefunikwa nguo za kitoto na kulazwa katika hori la kulia suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel and praising God saying glory to God in the highest and on the earth peace to men and whom he has had hallelujah peace to men on whom he has favor Kabla pakawa na jeshi kubwa la mbinguni pamoja na huyo malaika wakimsifu Mungu wakisema atukuzwe Mungu juu mbinguni na duniani iwe amani kwa watu waliowaridhia Hallelujah Hallelujah So now 
kwa hivyo sasa the greater company of angels appeared kikundi kikubwa cha malaika kikajitokeza and they began to sing this na wakaanza kuimba hii tremendous song wimbo wa ajabu announcing the savior that has been born wakitangaza mwokozi ambaye amezaliwa and they sang na wakaimba and suddenly a great company of angels heavenly hosts appeared na ghafla pakawa na jeshi kubwa la mbinguni with the angel pamoja na malaika praising god and saying wakimsifu mungu wakisema Glory to God in the highest. Atukuzwe Mungu juu sana. And on earth peace to men. Na duniani iwe amani. On whom his favor rests. Kwa watu aliowaridia. When the angel had left them. Au walipokuisha kuondoka. And gone into heaven. Na kwenda zao mbinguni. The shepherds said to one another. Wale wachungaji wakasemezana wao kwa wao. Let us go to Bethlehem. Twendeni Bethlehem. I see this thing. Tukaone mambo haya. That has happened. Which the Lord has told us about. Ambayo Bwana ametuambia habari zake. So they hurried off. Hivyo wakaenda haraka. And found Mary and Joseph. Wakawakuta Maria na Yosefu. And the baby na yule mtoto was lying in a manger. Akiwa amelala katika urithi in sweating clothes. Walipaikiwa wamefungwa nguo za kitoto. Wow. Wow. When they had seen him, walipokuwa wamemwona, they spread the word concerning him. Wakaeneza habari hizi kuhusiana naye. Concerning what had happened, kuhusiana na kilichotendeka. What had been told them, kile ambacho walikuwa wameambiwa about the child. Kuhusiana na mtoto. And all who heard, na wote waliosikia, they were amazed at this. Wakasajabia yale. They are amazed at what the shepherds said to them. Wakasajabia yale ambayo wachungaji waliwaambia. But Mary treasured up. Lakini Maria akayaweka moyo. All these things. Mambo haya yote. And found them in her heart. Na akayaweka moyoni mwake. And the shepherds returned. Wale wachungaji wakarudi. Glorifying and praising God. Huku wakimtukuza na kumtukuza. All the things they had heard. Kwa ajili ya mambo yote yaliyokuwa wameambiwa na kuyaona. Which were just as they had been told. Ambayo ilikuwa kama tu walivyoambiwa. Can I do some explaining here now? Je, naweza kuelezea hapa kiasi? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is very powerful on the journey to prepare the garment. Hii ni nguvu sana katika safari ya kuandaa vazi. The garment of righteousness. Vazi la uhaki. What is he saying? Anasema yapi? He saying. Anasema that now the Lord has used a pagan king. Kwamba sasa Bwana amemtumia mfalme ambaye ni kafiri. To move Joseph and the baby to Bethlehem. Kuwasongesha na kuwapeleka Yosefu na mtoto kule Bethlehem. But now they are there. Na sasa wako pale. Once they are there. Mara tu wakiwa pale. And now the angel appears. Sasa malaika anajitokeza. And when the angel appears. Na wakati malaika anajitokeza. Then now appears to some shepherds. Na sasa anawatokea watu wachungaji fulani. Not just shepherds. Sio wachungaji tu. Thank you for zooming because of what I'm saying. Not just shepherds. Sio wachungaji tu. He appears alijitokeza to the special shepherds special. Kwa wachungaji maalum maalum. Who are called Levitical shepherds. Ambao wanaitwa wachungaji wa kilawi. 
Levitical shepherds. Wachungaji wa kilawiri. Follow me on this now. Munifuate katika haya sasa. When the angel appears Levitical shepherds. Wakati malaika anawatokea wachungaji wa kilawiri. First of all. Kwanza kabisa. Why the Levitical shepherds? Ni kwa nini wachungaji wa kilawiri? In other words. Kwa maneno mengine. Who are these that now the angel may choose to appear to them and break such wonderful powerful eternal good news? Hawa ni kina nani ambao malaika anaweza kuwachagua na kuwaleta hizo habari za ajabu kama hizo The Levitical shepherds wachungaji wa special brand of shepherds walikuwa kikundi maalum cha wachungaji they had to be hand picked and selected ilibidi wachaguliwe and trained untrained na kufunzwa how to shepherd how to be a levitical shepherd jinsi ya kuchunga jinsi ya kuwa mchungaji wa kilawi and this is what levitical shepherds did na hiki ndicho ambacho wachungaji wa kilawi walifanya that's why you see they were outside they were outside na ndio sababu naona walikuwa nje walikuwa living out walikuwa wakiishi nje but this is what the levitical shepherds did lakini hiki ndicho wachungaji wa kilawi walifanya they always tended a special type of sheep kila wakati walichunga aina fulani maalum ya ya kondoo very special specially zaidi the sheep kondoo that were used for the sacrifice in the temple of the lord in jerusalem ambao walikuwa wanatumika kwa ajili ya dhabihu katika hekalu yerusalem so in fact kwa hivyo hata hivyo they were attending special lambs lambs walikuwa wakiwashughulikia wana kondoo special lambs for sacrifice wana kondoo maalum kwa ajili ya dhabihu they were tending special lambs walikuwa wakiwachunga wana kondoo maalum that were to, were to be sacrificed on shabbat in the temple in jerusalem ambao walikuwa watolewe dhabihu katika shabbat katika hekalu yerusalemu and these types yes, now folk i think you may even stop writing and just focus on me because of what i'm about to say nafikiria mnahitaji kukoma hata kuandika ili mnilenge kile ambacho karibu nasema this type of sheep aina hawa wa kondoo in fact lambs because they were still young lambs hata hivyo wana kondoo maana yake walikuwa bado wachanga they were so special walikuwa maalum zaidi that even the raising of them the taking care of them was a special care in a special way kwamba hata kulelewa jinsi ambavyo walikuwa nalelewa ilikuwa maalum this is how they took care of the lamb for sacrifice hivi ndivyo walivyowachunga wana kondoo kwa ajili ya dhabihu look at this now tazama hii sasa they prepared special caves waliandaa mabango maalum special caves waliandaa bango maalum and some of you are beginning to understand na baadhi yenu mnaanza kuelewa why there was no room in the inn ni kwa nini hakukuwa na chumba katika hakukuwa na chumba katika chumba cha wageni for clapping i bless you into eternity kwa kupiga makofi nimekubariki hadi umilele over there upande ule special caves kulikuwa na mapango maalum the cave mapango the shepherds that prepared special lamb the lamb for sacrifice the lamb for sacrifice in the temple on shabbat wale wachungaji waliowachunga wana kondoo kwa ajili ya dhabihu kwa ajili ya siku ya maalum ya shabbat ya kupeana okay, yeah. dhabihu katika siku ya shabbat so hivyo 
because of the delicate nature of these lambs kwa sababu ya ule uororo wa hawa wana kondoo they were required never not to have one single stain no blemish walihitajika waziwe wasiweze kuwa na kunyanzi lolote wasiwe na lawama yoyote if they have a blemish they will not be accepted kama wako na lawama wawezi kukubalika so the shepherd had to be very careful kwa hivyo hawa wachungaji ilibidi wa makinike zaidi so when the lamp the doctors everybody's watching me doctors professors are here the, uh, dr bonyo are here the top gainers in the land everybody's around now listen to this the lamps sikiliza hii wana kondoo when these shepherds had an ewe had, had a sheep that wanted to give birth wakati hawa wachungaji walikuwa na kondoo ambaye anataka kuzaa they brought because of the delicate nature they brought the sheep into special caves they had prepared kwa sababu ya wororo wa hawa wana kondoo waliwaleta katika mabango maalum ambayo walikuwa wameandaa and then now alafu sasa when the sheep when the lamb when the when the ewe gave birth to the lamb wakati yule mama yule kondoo anamzaa mwana kondoo immediately they had to take the lamb papo hapo wanamchukua mwana kondoo and they do the following na wanafanya yafuatayo that place had to be sterile sterile na mahali pale ilibidi iti iti very clean and sterile it's official kabisa yeah, thank you thank you na ni safi sana yes na ni safi sana sterile because they did not want the lambs to catch disease kwa sababu will be rejected hawatataka yule kondoo apate ugonjwa atakataliwa so now kwa hivyo sasa when the, when the, when the, when the mother sheep gives birth to the lamb wakati yule kondoo anamzaa anamzaa mwana kondoo they immediately took the lamb unto themselves papo hapo wanamchukua mwana kondoo wao wenyewe and immediately they wrapped the lamb with swaddling clothes na papo hapo walimfunika yule mwana kondoo na nguo za kitoto what was the purpose Lengo ilikuwa ni lipi? Sababu ilikuwa nambari moja Okay, you're going to focus on me so that we can talk and then I'll give you this number 1 2 10 whatever later. But just I want to communicate. I'm really bottled up with fire. Nimeja, I want to release fire. Nimejawa na moto, mnilenge tumtandika baadaye. Anasema, tazama hii sasa. They took the lamb immediately. Walimchukua mwana kondoo papo hapo and wrapped with sweating clothes. Na kumfunika na mavazi na nguo ya kitoto. To protect the lamb. Ili kumlinda yule mwana kondoo. Why? Kwa nini? Because number 1 kwa sababu nambari moja the environment in the womb mantari katika tumbo was warm kulikuwa na joto and controlled na ilikuwa ina kiasi and the one outside suddenly na hiya nje tukikafla is like this ni namna hii just like that namna hiyo all of a sudden the pressure the what they called it is subjected to the hazards of the environment another environment hatari hatari ambazo ziko katika mantari hayo hostile ambazo ni mbaya so hivyo first of all to grab the lamb and they wrapped with sweating clothes to keep the warm kwanza kabisa kumchukua yule mwana kondoo na kumfunika na nguo za kitoto so that is not really the warm but at least keeping warm still snugly to snuggle it to to to, to comfort it hiyo sio kama tumbo la uzazi lakini angalau kuweza kumfariji kuzuia zile hatari and then now alafu sasa after that baada ya hiyo they normally took 
the land that they have wrapped kwa kawaida wanamchukua mana kondoo ambaye wamemfunika and they lay because they lay some hay on the on the manger the manger comes from latin manger it's from eating eating hilo neno hori to feed in fact hori, the definition is to feed linatokana na jina kulisha kwa sababu maelezo yake ni kulisha and so the manger na hivyo basi hori literally came from latin ilitoka katika neno la latin meaning to feed kumaanisha kulisha so the manger was a feeding trough kwa hivyo hori ilikuwa sehemu ya kulishia and so what they took they simply took they did they simply took hay and they spread, they put hay around the manger because was raised a little bit and then they placed this the little lamb there Wali, for care walichukua nyasi na kuweka pale na kumweka yule mwana kondoo pale kwa ajili ya kumulinda kum, kum so you see the swaddling clothes the wrapping was essentially to make sure that the, the little lamb does not get injured or does not get hurt or does not uh, touch get blemished kwa hivyo zile nguo za kitoto ni za kusababisha yule mwanakondoo ya kufunika ile nguo ya kufunika ni ya kumfanya yule mwanakondoo asiumie so and then they place on the manger and the first thing they fall asleep a bit alafu wanamweka kwenye hori na kitu cha kwanza analala kiasi in the caves special caves where it was controlled whether it's cold outside is better here katika mabango maalumu ambayo walikuwa wameitengeza iwe nje kuna baridi lakini hapa ndani kuna joto sasa these shepherds hawa wachungaji they have to give special care ilibidi wapeane ule ulinzi maalum even after bath hata baada ya kuzaa na ilihitajika that the lamp for sacrifice in Jerusalem in the temple on Shabbat kwamba mwana kondoo kwa ajili ya kutolewa eh, kutolewa dhabihu Yerusalemu kwa ajili ya sabato oh, kwa siku ya sabato kwa siku ya sabato that lamb huyo mwana kondoo had to be one year old male 365 days ilibidi awe mwana kondoo wa kiume wa umri wa mwaka mmoja siku 365 and those 365 days was for serious watching no scratching nothing come and tear it and do because you don't want blemish na hizo siku 365 ni za kuchunga na kulinda kwa sababu hutaki alama yoyote kunyanzi yoyote and so na hivyo basi it was required that that one year the 365 days they, they spend it totally outside never inside never kwamba hizo siku 365 mwaka mmoja watumie nje kabisa kamwe wasiwe ndani that's why the shepherds were outside at sababu wale wachungaji walikuwa nje wakati wa usiku angel came to them wakati malaika alipowajia because they are the ones that used to prepare the special lamb for lamps for sacrifice in the temple of jehovah kwa sababu waonde walikuwa wakiandaa wale wanakondoo maalum kwa ajili ya dhabihu katika hekalu la yehova and so when there was time when the time had arrived for the lord to bring up to bring into the earth into the world the perfect lamb of god for the ultimate sacrifice of god na wakati ulipowadia wa kumleta mwana kondoo aliye mkamilifu kwa ajili ya dhabihu kwa ajili ya wanadamu then now basi sasa bethlehem 
Bethlehemu the house of bread nyumba ya mkate the city of david muji wa daudi and there is no place in the inn na kuna nafasi katika chumba cha wageni and then now alafu sasa inside the cave ndani ya bango somebody gave them where he used to keep his animals mtu akawapatia mahali ambapo alikuwa akiweka wanyama wake and while there na akiwa pale mary gives birth to the savior maria anamzaa mokozi and what happens is this na kinachotendeka ni hiki the first thing she does Jambo la kwanza analolifanya anamchukua mtoto she wraps him with swaddling clothes na anamfunika na nguo za kufunika remember kumbuka that Lazarus kwamba Lazaro when he died alipokufa the same linen were wrapped around him nguo hizo kitani hicho hicho kilimfunika they wrapped him with death clothes i mean with swaddling clothes walimfunika na nguo za kitoto za kufunika the messiah is now shed his glory mesia sasa amemwaga utukufu wake and let me tell you one thing the doctors are here the senior professors of medicine are here the surgeons are here dr toroma here dr abonyo they are all here the directors and they will tell you one thing na hebu niwaambie kitu kimoja madaktari wa ngazi ya juu wako hapa wanasema the act of swaddling a baby kitendo cha kumfunika mtoto when a baby is just born and then wrapped with clothes swaddling the baby with swaddling clothes wakati mtoto amezaliwa tu alafu namfunika na nguo za kitoto is meant to protect the baby from harm inapaswa kumzuia mtoto kutokana na athari that's why they take the baby right away and wrap immediately ndio sababu wanamchukua mtoto mmoja kwa mmoja na kumfunika na nguo za kufunika za kitoto their communities are still do it they, i think hospitals still do these things i don't know but but they say the, the doctors will say this is to protect the baby from seeds sudden infant deaths madaktari watasema kwamba hii ni kuzuia mtoto kutokana na seeds kifo cha ghafla cha watoto when a baby is born like this and die wakati mtoto amezaliwa tu namna hii na anakufa because the baby has just come from the womb a controlled environment kwa sababu mtoto tu ametoka katika utumbo wa uzazi mahali ambapo mandhari ni mazuri and then they have to wrap to continue the warmth a bit and controlled situation and also na alafu lazima wamfunike kighafla na kuweza kutengeza mandhari ya kupendeza na pia to protect the baby from death kumlinda mtoto kutokana na kifo sudden infant death seeds kifo cha kighafla cha watoto you the baby there unamwacha mtoto pale without swaddling the baby bila ya kumfunika mtoto you find the baby turned and slept facing down and suffocated to death unapata mtoto aligeuka akaangalia chini na akakosa hewa ya kupumua na akafa suffocated akakosa hewa ya kupumua so they tie the hands and the legs like this on the body kwa hivyo wanafunga mikono na miguu namna hii because kwa sababu then the baby is put to sleep basi mtoto amewekwa kulala they sleep well wanalala vyema they sleep well wanalala vyema wow wow huh? and then alafu and then alafu they also don't scratch themselves because their hands are down pia hawawezi kujiumiza maana mikono iko chini 
And if you look at the biblical times in Israel. Na ikiwa utaangalia nyakati za kibiblia katika Israeli. In the book of Ezekiel chapter 16 verse 4 you get the whole cascade the passage. I am simply talking about the savior has arrived. Ninazungumzia tu kimsingi kwamba mwokozi amewasili. And we are very surprised already. Na tumeshangazwa tayari. That he has shed his garment of glory. Kwamba ameliondoa basi lake la utukufu. And he is now already wrapped with filthy garments. Na sasa tayari amevikwa mavazi machafu. Remember the swaddling cloth as we are going to see Ezekiel 16 verse 4. Kumbuka yale mavazi ya kufunika ya kitoto kama vile tutakavyoenda kuona katika Ezekiel. It is also for cleaning the mucus. Cleaning the mucus. Pia ni ya kusafisha kuondoa makamasi. All those things around the baby. Mambo hayo yote kuzunguka mtoto. Now my king is already wrapped with filthy garments. Sasa mfalme wangu tayari amefunikwa mavazi machafu. Has already exchanged garments. Tayari amebadilisha vazi. He says this. Anasema hivi. Ezekiel chapter 16 verse 4. Ezekiel 16 mstari wa 4. And I know that's the right scripture. Ezekiel 16:4. Ezekiel 16 mstari Anasema yafuatayo. Anasema Ezekiel 16:4. Ezekiel 16 mstari wa 4. Anasema On the day you were born, siku uliyozaliwa, your cord was not cut. Kitofu chako hakikukatwa. Nor were you washed with water wala haukuogeshwa kwa maji to make you clean ili kukufanya safi nor were you wrapped with salt wala hukusuguliwa kwa chumvi and wrapped with sweating clothes wala kufunikwa kwa nguo no one looked on you Haku, with pity hakuna yeyote aliyekuonea huruma or had compassion enough to do these things for you au aliyekuonea huruma au kukusikitikia kiasi cha kukutendea moja wapo ya mambo haya so we can tell now kwa hivyo unaweza ukasema sasa tunaweza sema kile ambacho walikuwa wakifanya so when a baby was born kwa hivyo wakati mtoto alipokuwa akizaliwa there had to be these three things lazima kungekuwa na mambo haya matatu there had to be water lazima kungekuwa na maji there had to be salt lazima kungekuwa na chumvi and olive oil na mafuta ya zaituni and of course the swaddling clothes na pia nguo za kufunika so they would take the water and clean the baby some nice warm water clean the baby ungechukua maji yenye joto na kumsafisha mtoto and put salt in the water na kuweka chumvi ndani ya maji and clean up the baby na kumsafisha mtoto in case already the baby is injured labda uenda mtoto ameumia tayari the salt was meant now to cure that hiyo chumvi ilipaswa ili kuweza kutibu hiyo and to soften the skin they had to rub olive oil na ili kulainisha ngozi kupaka mafuta ya zaituni and then wrap the baby in swaddling clothes alafu kumfunika mtoto na nguo za kufunika that the baby may sleep well facing up not turn like this suffocate ili kwamba mtoto aweze kulala vizuri asije akageuka na awe na kile kifo cha kigafla cha watoto na hivyo From Ezekiel 16 now we see what used to be done to them. Kutoka Ezekiel 16 tunaona kile ambacho kilikufanywa Mesia. Na sasa the Messiah is wrapped. Mesia amefunikwa. They have cleaned him. Wamemwosha. They have wrapped him. Wamemfunika. With swaddling clothes. 
na mavazi ya kufungua za kufunika za kitoto amewasili katika maeneo hebu tuendelee sasa kitabu cha zaburi 22 zaburi 22 watu wabarikiwa anasema yafuatayo anapowasili Psalm 22 we can read verses 6 to 7. Zaburi 22 tuweza soma mstari wa 6 hadi 7. Anasema Zaburi 22 verses 6 to 7. Mstari wa 6 hadi wa 7. Mustari wa sita hadi saba anasema But I am a worm mimi ni mnyo and not a man wala si mwanadamu He says anasema scorned by men wanaume wamenibenza and despised by the people na watu wamenidharau all who see me wote wanionao they mock me unidhihaki and he goes on to say na anaendelea kusema they hurl insults unto me unifurumishia matusi shaking their heads wakitikisa vichwa vyao the messiah has now arrived mesia sasa amewasili and he is a worm na yeye ni mdudu compared to the glory he was kulinganishwa na utukufu aliyokuwa to come and be you kuja kuwa wewe it's like you become a worm ni kama wewe kuwa mnyo look at the humility without considering himself that he took tazama ule unyenyekevu bila kuzingatia yeye mwenyewe na akauchukua he did not put to interest to his interest the glory he beheld before hakuzingatia ule utukufu aliyokuwa nao hapo nyumae Then he goes on to say. Na kisha anaendelea kusema. Now that means at this point. Hiyo inamaanisha katika wakati huu. Everything that goes with the nakedness of Genesis chapter 3 verse 7. Kila kitu kinachoambatana na ule uchi wa mwanzo 3 mstari wa 7. Watoto mketi chini. Asante. So now. Kwa hivyo sasa everything to do with that nakedness that fall he has now taken up kila kitu kinachohusiana na huo uchi huo mwanguko sasa ameichukua he has begun the journey ameanza safari and then he says alafukisha anasema Isaiah 64 verse 6 which we read yesterday Isaiah 64 Isaiah 64 verse 6 Isaiah 64 mstari wa 6 he says the following anasema yafuatayo he says anasema all of us have become like one who is unclean sisi sote tumekuwa kama mtu aliye najisi all our righteous acts are like filthy rags nayo matendo yetu yote ya uadilifu ni kama matambaa machafu we all shrivel up like a leaf sisi sote tunasinyaa kama jani like the wind our sins sweep us away na kama upepo maovu yetu utupeperusha and then now within that uncleanness alafu sasa katikati ya hiyo uchafu which he has now taken over ambao sasa ameuchukua the human uncleanness ule uchafu wa mwanadamu let us look at the highway now what happens he is being banished hebu tuangalie njia kujinsi ambavyo ana 
Isaiah 35 verse 8 He says the following The rejection begins now Isaiah 35 verse 8 Then he says Are you there? Hallelujah Hallelujah then he says and the highway will be there it will be called the way of holiness the unclean will not journey on it so he denied himself from there also he denied himself from there. Alijikana kutokea pale. Restrained himself from there. Akajizuilia kutoka pale. So the Messiah cannot now now owing to the filth cannot walk the highway of holiness. Kuzingatia na uchafu hawezi kutembea katika njia kuu ya utakatifu. The rejection begins. Kukataliwa kukaanza. The bearing of your rejection. Kule kubeba kukataliwa kwako. Alafu anasema Leviticus chapter 13 verses 43 to 45. Mambo ya Walawi 13 43 hadi 45. Everything. Don't worry. Leviticus chapter 13. Mambo ya Walawi 13. Leviticus 13. Mambo ya Walawi 13. Anasema verses 43 to 45. Anasema The priest is to examine him Kuhani and if the swollen sores on his head and if and if the swollen sores on his head and forehead is reddish white like an infection an infectious skin disease na kama kidonda kilichovimba juu ya kichwa chake au kwenye paji la uso ni chekundu au cheupe kama ugonjwa wa ngozi wa kuambukiza the man is unclean the man is diseased and unclean mtu huyo ni mgonjwa naye ni najisi the priest shall pronounce to him kuhani the priest shall pronounce him unclean because of the sores on his head kuhani atamtangaza kuwa najisi kwa sababu ya kidonda kwenye kichwa chake the person with such an infectious disease mtu mwenye ugonjwa kama huo wa kuambukiza must wear torn clothes ni lazima avalie nguo zilizoraruka raruka let his hair be unkempt asichane nywele zake cover the lower part of his face afunike sehemu ya chini ya uso wake and cry out na apige kelele unclean najisi unclean najisi unclean najisi mesia mesia So now when the Messiah comes to carry your uncleanness, your sin is like leprosy now. Sasa wakati Mesia anapokuja kubeba uchafu wenu, dhambi yako ni kama ukoma sasa. So now the Messiah is unclean. Sasa Mesia ni najisi. The exchange is taking place. Mabadiliko yanafanyika, kubadilishana. He is not wearing the garment of righteousness anymore. 
glory he had in heaven utukufu aliyokuwa nao mbinguni he has now shed it sasa ameupeana to come and carry your sin ili kuja kubeba dhambi zako so that on the cross ili kwamba katika msalaba he that knew no sin yeye ambaye hakujua dhambi may become sin akafanyike dhambi to a generation kwa kizazi to a race kwa kizazi what have you seen my Mawadi. son michael umeona nini mwanangu michael the dreadful cloud of god is over the tent my lord wingu la kutisha la bwana la ajabu liko juu ya hema the cloud is over the tent wingu liko juu ya hema the cloud of god is right now over the tent wingu la mungu sasa hivi liko juu ya hema Where 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 are you going now? Hapo waondoka sasa. Are you go Thank you very much. Thank, thank you very much. So are you going to give it to Randy and and go out? Make sure you keep out there until you see everything and record them. So now, kwa hivyo sasa, he has exchanged his garment of glory. Amebadilisha vazi lake la utukufu. All you hear, kila ambacho unasikia, ni mavazi ya kufunika. So rubbing like this. Yakufunika namna hii kuondoa makamasi na kusugua. And wrap cover him. Na kumfunika. And then alafu they take the Messiah. Wanamchukua Mesia. In that swaddled form. Katika hali hiyo ya kufunikwa. They put some hay. Wanaweka nyasi on the manger the trough juu ya hori the feeding trough ile hori ya kulishia ngombe where they used to put animal feed mali ambapo walikuwa kiweka chakula cha ngombe and when the animals entered there na wakati wanyama walipoingia pale so the shepherds could go and rest because they knew there was enough feed in the trough so the animals could keep chewing and chewing and chewing it was for chewing continually as, as the shepherds now go do other things they can now chew even for 24 hours they just keep chewing there <laughs> chewing and chewing they're chewing the hay they're chewing the feed from the trough sasa wachungaji wanaweza kwenda kupumzika na wale ngombe wanaendelea kutafuna na kutafuna na kutafuna Tafadali, ile Kiswahili vizuri wanaweza fikiria umesema wanaezaenda kumzika Unasema wanaezaenda kupumzika kupata mapumziko because if you say kuzika that is the to bury Hallelujah that you are going to repeat the way the bishop told you Hallelujah. Kwamba wakati ambapo wachungaji wanaenda kupumzika so now the animals can chew and chew and chew forever. Sasa wale wanyama wanaweza kutafuna na kutafuna kutafuna milele. On the manger kwenye hori la ngombe. And yet na ile hali when they had wrapped him wakati walipomfunga They put him on the manger. Walimuweka katika hori la ngombe. For feeding kwa malisho. For people to come and feed. Ili watu waje wao. Nakwambia, nakwambia. Nataka nisome hayo maandiko kwanza. Oh yes. Oh ndio. Everything was designed. Kila kitu kilikuwa kwa muundo. Unless I go straight to the scripture but it's good to talk a little bit before we go to the scripture, right? Hi. 
they wrapped him walimfunika and put on the manger na wakamweka kwenye hori la ngombe they put the messiah on the manger wakaweka mesia kwenye hori la ngombe so you people to go there and eat keep chewing and eat and feed ili nyinyi watu wende pale muendelee kukula na kuendelea kutafuna no, na kukula for you let me read for you hebu niwasomee let us agree that i need to read hebu tukubaliane kwamba nahitaji kusoma hallelujah hallelujah Ezekiel chapter 3 turn with me there that you may understand Geukeni pamoja nami pale ili kwamba muelewe The word explosion Ezekiel chapter 3 Mlipuko wa neno Ezekiel mlango wa 3 When will have we now Ezekiel chapter 3 blessed people Ezekiel mlango wa 3 watu wabarikiwa Verses 1 to 4 Mstari wa kwanza hadi wa 3 wanne Anasema they put him on a manger now. Wanamweka kwenye huri la ngombe sasa. I told you today I will give you scripture. Niliwaambia leo hii nitawapeni maandiko. Okay, Ezekiel chapter 3 1 to 4 he says the following. Ezekiel mlango wa 3 mstari wa kwanza hadi 4 anasema yapotayo. And he said to me. Naye akaniambia Son of man. Mwanadamu. Eat what is before you. Kula kile kilichoko mbele yako. Eat this scroll. Kula huu kurasa. Then you go speak to the house of Jacob. Kisha uende ukaseme na nyumba ya Israeli. So I opened my mouth. Ndipo nikafungua kinywa changu. And he gave me the scrolls to eat. Naye akanilisha ule ukurasa wa kitabu. When he said to me. Ndipo akaniambia. Kula ukurasa huu. I am giving you. Ninaokupa. And fill your stomach with it. Jaze tumbo lako. Why eat? Kwa hiyo nikaula. And he tasted as sweet as honey. Kwa mtamu kama asali. In my mouth. Kinywa ni mwako. When he said to me. Kisha Son of man. Go now to the house of Israel. Nenda katika nyumba ya Israeli. They wrapped him and put him on the manger. Wakamfunga na kumweka kwenye hori la ngombe. I want to go slowly because I have John chapter 6 ahead of me. Nataka kwenda polepole maana yake nini kona Yohana mlango wa sita mbele yangu hapa. You know I have John chapter 6 I am the living bread I have I am the true bread that has just come from heaven Mimi ndio mkate wa kweli ambao umetoka tu mbinguni But if Can, can we receive the Lord now? Je, tunaweza kumpokea Bwana sasa? Everybody let's receive the Lord. Kila mtu acha tumpokee Bwana. Lifting up your hands. Ukiwa umeinua juu mikono yenu. And shouting aloud. Nampaze kwa sauti kubwa. Say blessed Jesus. Sema Yesu mbarikiwa. I repent now. Ninatubu sasa. Ninatubu sasa. Repent from sin. Na kugeuka kutoka kwa dhambi. And receive you. Na kukupokea wewe. As my Lord. Kama Bwana wangu. And my savior. Namwokozi wangu. Blessed Jesus. Yesu mbarikiwa. Right now. Sasa hivi. 
I cross over. Ninavuka. From death to eternal life. Kutoka kwa mauti kwenda kwa uzima wa milele. In the mighty name of Jesus. Katika jina kula Yesu. I am born again. Nimeokoka. In your largest numbers like this. Katika katika idadi yenu kubwa namna hii. Make sure that you are baptized. kwamba mumebatizwa. Look at the cloud, look at the cloud on the tent. Tazama wingu katika hema. Why 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 leave it there stationary? Why 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 why? Stationary. Isimame hapo. Randy stop it stationary. Why 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 why? Why why why? And I said the cloud is coming. I said 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 the cloud is coming. I said the cloud would come to the tent. I said God the Father. I called God the Father. I called God the Father. I called God the Father. I call God the Father. Hey, 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 Wingu limeleta mvua. Kila mtu apate baraka kwa mvua. Kila mtu usibaki baraka kwa mvua usibaki. Haleluya! 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 Help me, help me. Help me my son. Dimia me here. Haleluya! I am coming to the rain. Ya kwa mvua. Send it. Look on here. Twende kwa mvua. Twende kwa mvua. Twende kwa mvua. I want the rain. Ninataka mvua. Ninataka mvua. Ninataka mvua. I want the rain. Ninataka mvua.
I tell you, I tell you, it's so big, it's so mighty. The message is over. The sermon is over. I wanted to read you about the bread of life on the manger. And how from there he went to the cross and delivered you. But this is it. This is it. <laughs> I tell you. And exactly because even that lighter part when he came down, every detail. And it was dreadful because he took me up into the sky very close to him. Like this. Boy. 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 Let me ask you. Who is it that can call God to come down to him at a particular place? And I feared because the visitation, the big one of the cloud last time, took place in Kisomo. So I really feared. I feared very much. And it has finally happened. Oh, Jehovah Yahweh, my friend, he always comes to visit me. Joanne Mutai, my daughter. You are not allowing them. They are not leaving, right? No, no, no. They are not leaving here. You, you finished it here. Look now. Look now, my daughter. This is awesome, Joanne and everybody else. Because the other one was in Kisumu. And this is in Kisumu. I feared very much when he began to talk about the cloud coming. That he's coming with the cloud. Not once, a few times. And it amounts to somebody calling God to come to a particular place on a particular day to him. I, hallelujah, Elijah is here. Elijah, Elijah. Elijah the prophet The friend of God The mighty mighty terrible prophet He can call God My name Hallelujah Wow so it was important for you to come from Finland here. It was important. It is life and death. If you don't come, it is nothing. If you come, I love the people that came. Thank you for coming from South Korea. Thank you. Thank you, South Korea, for coming. Thank you, China. Oh! Oh! It was important to come. It was important to come. Because you are now sat under the cloud of God the Father. My Lord. Whoever did not come. Whoever did not come. And was supposed to come. You know what is ahead of you between you and the Lord now. It will be that. You look at this now. 
under the cloud. It was important to come. Very, very important. Very, very much. Very important. This mighty, mighty prophet of Yahweh. The prophet of Israel. I no, 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 How can you preach after this? Never, never. Not me. No, he kept the prophecy lies. the whole world. And many of these people, they came from their countries. Because of one reason. They want to see, will the cloud come down? They, they came to see this they wanted to see is it true and Joanne Mutai, Mutai she read it here that if a prophet pronounces something then that thing happens you must see that Oh, hey. I told you My God is mighty My Lord is Jehovah I told you Look at how beautifully the conference has ended The most glorious conference Kisumu, Kisumu. Kambachia Tarudia Kambachia Kambachia Tarejea hapa Kambachia Tarejea hapa Kambachia Tarejea hapa Kambachia Nitarejea hapa Kambachia Tarejea hapa Kambachia Nitarejea hapa I'm coming back here Ninarudi hapa Look at this Tazama hiyo Woi 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 I gave the prophecy and I even saw that part the light of so he took me above and then because I was quite close it was dreadful that's why in the prophecy I said it will be dreadful who is this man who are these men who are they that can call God Jehovah in the year 2020 and tell the Lord to come to a particular place on a particular day at a particular moment like this This is 
Mulipuko Mulipuko waneno 2019 Mwaka 2019 that is my God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I hope you are streaming that on the internet, not me. I hope you are showing that on the internet 24-7 for the whole world to see. I hope you are not even here. The Lord has come. The Lord is here. Bana yuko hapa. The mightiest, mightiest, mightiest. the Lord. Mightiest three times. The friends of God Yahweh. I bless you, Lord. I bless you, Jehovah. I bless you Jehovah I bless you everybody here I don't want to leave Kisumu But we will meet again Make sure you drive safe I am waiting for you to arrive it is Christmas time. Please drive very, very safe. Very slow. And watching the other traffic. If they are doing badly, you pull away. That you may carry the blessings home. Hallelujah. 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 It was important to come. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. I, they were here at, at Utawala too. From Pennsylvania. From Pennsylvania. And then when Kisumu came, I was like, are they going to come? I checked where I had come. Now you can see it was important. It was matter of life and death. Hallelujah! Jehovah, <laughs> 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 
Amakwengo ifit was important. ready playing the sound because of time. Slowly, slowly. Pole pole.
was a brightly shining Oh, <laughs> 
Worshippers ambao wako na magari zao wanangojewa tafadhali you are free to leave. Bwana bariki sana tutaonana wakati mwingine. God bless you so much. Bwana bariki sana wala bwana ngojewa na magari zao. Asanteni sana worshipers kwa kujitolea. God bless you so much. Nairobi wala ambao walikuja advance team wale wa 51 bus. Bus ya 51 sita please msiende mbaki hapa penye worship leaders walikuwa wamekaa ili mkutano wa basi yenu tafadhali. Brian Masilo akuja hapa kwa worshipers ili kwamba waongee na worshipers hapa. Brian Masilo tunakutafuta. Brian Masilo tafadhali kuja tu hapa kwa tent unitafute. Ashas wote wa Kisumu na, watu, na wachungaji wote wa Kisumu na kondoa bwana wote wa Kisumu wasiende wasaidie kwa kazi ya kuklear the field tafadhali achas wote pastors wote wasiende na kondoa wote wasiende wabaki kwa tent wasaidie clearance Worshipers wote wa Nairobi tafadhali mbaki nyuma muonane na ubasia wenu tafadhali. Worshipers wote wa Nairobi. Hallelujah. Ashas wote wa Kisumu na Nyanza.